Yeah. <laughs> Very nice. That's the rip that I've been messing around with. I'm like, what the fuck is that from? And then I figured it out that it was from... Black Crows. The fucking Black Crows. I had no idea. <laughs> Were you? Yeah. Oh, welcome. <laughs> what is our what is going to be our formal intro for this? Like, did we ever come up with a formal intro? There, yeah. I mean, we have like the, the song, but don't we have to be like? No, we don't have to. We have to do like the ladies and gentlemen introducing from nowhere oh. in particular. Thank you for listening. Yeah, yeah, there is that. Thanks, thanks for listening. Thank you for listening and tuning in. Three, two, one. Bro Burrito, the best damn podcast in the world. Well, uh, maybe not, but it's still really good. Just two dudes bullshitting about stuff. Ah. <laughs> uh. Relax over there. <laughs> oh, yeah, get it. Oh. Yeah. The whiskey has been poured. Cigars are coming up. What? Relax. The relax segment is brought to you by Peter Piper's Pickled Peppers. Now bringing to you Peter Piper's Pickled Pumpkins, Perpetually Perpendicular Peanuts. Perfect. Betch. (laughs) (laughs) Let's talk about yield signs. Oh, Jesus Christ. First off, no one knows how to yield. First and foremost. And then when you try to get onto the highway, you're already on the highway, right? Mm -hmm. Then assholes in the yield lane, they, either they, they're they in the lane that you need to be in, right. or they're completely stopped and like going .01 mile an hour trying to creep out. <laughs> and then there's always an asshole behind them trying to get around, and <laughs> that asshole's now in front of you, and you, you're slamming on your brakes. <laughs> yes. Try, like, you're supposed to like just... Okay, so if you're entering the highway, yeah, what I do is I look and I wait for a clearance. Mm-hmm. clearance. I don't clearance, and I give myself enough room where I'm not in the lane. Right, right. Yeah. So finally, I'm like, all right, I can go. I'm out. Yeah. I'm out the door. <laughs> I'm out the door. <laughs> then getting off, there's also yields too. Right. Uh, I don't. I'll never understand it because. I'll just... Those motherfuckers add five sides to the sign. <laughs> it's a three-sided sign, not a fucking octagon. I like the people who just stop. Yeah. And, like... Yeah, especially when they get on the freaking... When when you get onto a, 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 a highway... You're just looking around. Yeah, and they're looking around, and there's no room to merge. So, like, you should be immediately accelerating. There should be no slowing down. Yeah, oh, I like this. You're trying to get on the highway. And you've done your part. You have yielded. So you're going, and now this tractor trailer decides to speed up. <laughs> yeah, right? So now you're stuck at outside of your, the, the end of the yield lane. Yeah. And then now you're on the rumble strip. Like, and now you're looking like the asshole. Yeah, and you have to make an executive decision. Do I accelerate? Do I brake? Like, what the fuck do you because do? Because if you get in front of the truck, oh, you're, you're done. getting slammed. Oh, they're, you're done. They're going to have their highs on the whole time, too. Like, you're screwed. 
and also and also circles. People don't know how to m- maneuver a circle. Oh God! Even in even in Jersey, where circles are prevalent, people don't well, know how to yield. circles. Yeah, they don't, don't know how to yield. They don't know how to yield. And it pisses and they, me no off. No one lets you merge every in single time. And it's like three cars wide, some circles, and it really makes it super freaking complicated. I don't get it. It's really frustrating. I never understand it. Never understand. I think the confusion is because they make the yield sign red. It does tend to be that way, isn't it? You think? I actually okay. Because I actually when forget what color yield signs it's are. It's red. The same as a stop sign. They are. Yeah. I didn't even fucking know that. The ones a yield, on the or is a yield one one step away from a stop? Would you say? Absolutely. So then, why doesn't a yield sign be seven sided and not eight sided? Because it's one step away from a stop sign. And then is there another shape that it could be? Could, could be, be a hex- circle. Could be a hexagon. I don't think there's any hexagonal road signs, are there? Pentagon. Are there pentagonal road signs? I think this is just like squares, and then the the. I don't know. Can the ver- they make a the, the vertical rectangles are like this speed limit. The hell is going on right now? Can they make a pe- pentagonal thing? Pentagonal. I that, think pentagon. Yeah, is that pen- a word? Pentagonal. I think pentagonal can be a word. I mean, just like flatulatory. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be later. Yes. Well, that was uh, a good. That was a good relaxed segment, wasn't that's it? About it. I'm relaxed now. Is it Hanker Chief or Hanker Chief? Hanker Chief. Hanker Chief? I always say Hanker Chief. I never say Hanker Chief. I don't even know how it's spelled, but I've n- I've never really heard any. I'm not sure either. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure either. Like, there's a lot it's of words. Yeah, there's a lot of words out there that I feel like are pronounced differently, and people like to pronounce words certain people. ways, like. How, how do you say the house that's across the street but diagonal from your house? It's adjacent. No, that's next to you. How oh. do you across Wait, the street diagonal? Like I say, catty corner. Oh, catty corner. Well, some yeah. people say kitty corner, like kitty cutties. Well, yeah. Some you can kitty co- or kitty corner. Why you can catty say, corner. What's with catty corner versus kitty corner? That's like a young corner. Like that's like like a young. That's like people who say water. That's like a that's like a young diagonal. It's like water versus water. <laughs> a young diagonal. <laughs> you <know>, kitty. <laughs> kitty corner. <gasps> <laughs> that's what that is. <laughs> it's a very young. Speaking of corners. Huh? There's nothing good about uh, corners. No. Nothing no. good about them. No, because you can hit your ribs. Did you ever? You can. Yeah. All right. So corner corners of anything. Corners of these like posts, tables. More corners of more tables specifically and tables. Beds. beds are the worst because like you can hit your thigh or your shin or your knee. Oh yeah. And those are like the three worst places to get hit with a corner. Especially the shin. Oh. oh. God, that hurts so bad. I hit my shin once on, on the knuckle, of a. <laughs> oh, right on the knuckle. <laughs> Of a zero-turn lawnmower. 
Oh yeah. Oh, that was not. God damn. I had a you knot. Ever, uh, oh, knot right on my yeah. Shin. Right on the shin. Did you ever? Did you ever stub your toe on the corner <laughs> of a wall? <laughs> that's like that's like double jeopardy. <laughs> like a double whammy. You're <laughs> fucked for life. There's nothing good about corners. All right. What about inverse corners? You ever try to leaf blow on the corner of like a house? Yeah. It's like the two walls are like this, and you're yeah. trying to, and the, all the leaves blow up, and then they mm -hmm. fall down, and you keep fucking blowing that way, and they go, <laughs> and then they land right back where they fucking started. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's why you gotta go down and out. Yeah, and, and it's, it's even more annoying to sweep or vacuum in corners, because it's the same situation where like you can't get that little speck of dirt that's right in the corner, no matter what the fuck you do, you're never gonna get it. Like, nothing ever in your life will guide you to the moment where you get that little fucking speck of dust. And even if you blow on it, like, <gasps> and, then like <laughs> and then it like hits you up in the face because you just like shot a draft of wind and it went up like a wave and then it came down in your fucking face. Just deep. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. It smells good. Uh, we just lit up the cigar. It just needed... Alex, do you want to tell the contestants about the cigars? The contestants? I'm not really sure what these are. These are another imported Cuba... What's the say, Greg? Cuba, Cuba, Cuba something. Is it Cuba? Aye. Let me see. Uh, I don't have good light over here. Aristocrat. Oh, aristocrat. Cuban aristocrat. Established 1936. Very neat. What a neat little thing there. What does it say there? Heck, heck, hecko, heck, 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 mano. Hector. Hector Neres. Yeah, it just needed to be warmed up a little bit there. I'm cold. I'll be honest with you. Oh, yeah? It's cold out here. What is it? May 9th? May, May something. Right? This is nice. I like this. We should write a song called The 9th of May. <laughs> it was the 9th of May on... Wait. <laughs> it was the 9th of May on the... N Let's not do that. Okay. It was the 9th of May of 2020, and I didn't We have to write honey. a song about this day in history. This day in history. <laughs> hey, where are you going? It's, it's very, very, very chilly out here right now. <laughs> I, I definitely bit. need to dabble in the whiskey, though. Like, to help keep me warm. I need the whiskey to... Well, there's some there, That's and we are to toast. We are to drinking another monkey shoulder. Is mm -hmm. So good. Yummy! In 1841, <laughs> my corduroy bridges I put on. <laughs> Look at the leaves on the trees, though. Look at that. Isn't that cool? Want to see something cool? When leaves come out. Let me see, let me see, let me see. <laughs> I just did it. Oh, that was amazing. But anyhow. Amazing. Oh, amazing. So it's, the verdict is handkerchief. I'm going to say handkerchief is the way to go. Handkerchief. And can anything be a handkerchief? Um, uh, no. Uh, like like an old shirt, can you can you cut up to be a handkerchief? Well, yeah, I mean, you could, depending on like the type of shirt. You know, if you're What talking, is normally like a, used as a handkerchief? I don't really know. Like what? Like cotton? No. No, cotton. Bandana. 
Yeah, bandanas are usually used for handkerchief. Handkerchiefs. 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 Now, like, my brain is all confused. It's like, it doesn't Not know to what to say. Not be mistaken with the hanker sergeant? No. <laughs> <laughs> or the hanker hanky corporal? Or hanky panky. I was going by rank. <laughs> I was going by rank? You know? I was going by activity. Is there, like, decorated handkerchiefs? Handkerchiefs? Yes. Handkerchiefs? Yes, there are decorated handkerchiefs. My uh, grandmother used to have one. A handkerchief that she would bring. She would always pick it out and wipe her you nose. You know, with I it. I feel like she would never blow her nose into it though. She would wipe her nose. I've never seen I, I never saw her blow her nose into her handkerchief. She always wiped it. I wonder if that's like a thing. What the thing? Like older people Yeah. Uh, uh, older people Oh, we need like an ashtray for these. A what? An ashtray. An asteroid? Let yeah. me go get one from the recycling bin. <laughs> I'll be right back. Well, mine's, mine's going to stay for a little Keep while. Keep talking. I'm just going to set this mic down for one second. But, uh, here I can see. Okay. I'm back. Well, we never really left. <laughs> Technically. It burned quickly. This, this is. Really? Yeah. What does that mean when a cigar burns quickly? That they're not wrapped tight enough? Uh, yeah, pro probably. Because the, the ash fell off pretty fast. Oh, okay. Usually, if... You can test how, how tightly wrapped a cigar is. If you, say, like give like two inches, and it's... Like, the, the ash is two inches long, whatever, and you stand it up, and it's, it stays. Really? <laughs> yeah. What? Like, really good cigars are... Are, are like that. Wow. How do they even wrap them that tight? Like, what do they even do? I don't do they know. they hand wrap them? I guess. I guess they just roll it and they keep rolling it in layers, right? Is that how they do it? They roll the tobacco leaves in layers or something like that? Yeah, I guess so. That's wild. That's fucking crazy. I always wondered how that, <clears throat> how that works. It's a craft for sure, you know? <laughs> craft macaroni and cheese. Best part of waking up. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I don't know. Why did that that's, jingle just pop? That's <laughs> that's totally different. Craig. That's not um, macaroni and cheese. <laughs> the cutter's over here. Is it? The pass is way too bad. You need to cut it. <laughs> cut it. Cut it. Cut it. I'm gonna turn this like this so it doesn't turn fall. it like this. There we go. Would you like the... Oh, that would be so lovely, sir. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay, there we go. Mm. Is it working? Oh, yeah. Yeah, just the heater. It's, I guess it just got cold. The butane. That's usually what happens. Keep, keep, keep it warm. <laughs> keep it in your belly. What? Wow. These are really nice cigars. They taste great. I know. I'm happy with this. Where'd you get these? From the JR Cigar. Where's that? It's online. It's like the, it's like a, you can get these sample packs. Really? Yeah. Oh, come right to your door. It's awesome. Come right to your door? Yeah. Like they get, you, they get mailed hey, to you. Man, what are you trying they, to say? They get mailed to you. <laughs> Do they? Yes. They get mailed to you. <laughs> Very interesting. Very interesting. 
What the hell's that? <laughs> Random people park here all the time. I don't understand what yeah. the hell's going on. <sighs> well, that's it for that segment. I'm literally trying to spell. So what? Uh, hand. <clears throat> yeah, hand. So what kind of things? Kerchief. That's hand how you, kerchief. Oh, well. What's a kerchief? Well, I don't know. What were you gonna say? <clears throat> what is a handkerchief used? So for? let's get to what we didn't learn last week. I wonder if they're sanitary. They're adequately san adequately sanitary if stored away immediately after use. Really? I guess so. What kind of things have you been you've been doing um while this shutdown or whatever the hell it is? I'm hesitant to say quarantine because it's not a quarantine. No, it's because we can get, we can go places. Yeah, you can go outside at least. Right. Um, what things have I been just like like in general? Yeah, like normally you wouldn't be doing, you know, Monday through Friday. I have not done anything different <laughs> to be honest because I I have an essential job. I have been working out in my backyard. Um, my one. Uh, neighbor here brought over some dumbbells. Working out? 55 all the way down to 15, so we just been doing like super intense workouts every day after work. We also have been rollerblading around media. Rollerblading? We've been rollerblading. I need to get my skates out. You gotta come with us, dude. We just yeah. we just blade all around media. Do you have hockey skates? <clears throat> yeah, in line. Does he have hockey skates? Yeah, he's a hockey player. Oh. Yeah, he's really good. I've never seen him play, but I mean, is he in a league? Yeah. Where at? Where does he play? Plays all around the area. Really? Yeah. There's a rink not too far away from here that he goes to a lot. Okay. <clears throat> but he was playing in the minor leagues in the minor leagues for a while. He was telling me he was on farm. You know what? He kind of looks like a um, hockey player, doesn't he? Yeah, he has that kind of look. For the Senators, I think he said he was playing for the Ottawa Senators, the um, minor league team. Oh yeah. Ottawa. What about Ottawa? Well, yeah. Interesting. That's a good place there. You know, I really hope the fact that we're starting to smoke cigars more, which I really want to start doing, like once a week, get a nice good cigar smoke in. I feel like it relaxes me a little bit, and I'm yeah. I, I'm able to handle the heat a little bit more. I remember like when I first started to smoke cigars, I just I you the burn. I got really sick. The burn a little bit. Mm-hmm. The burn, and I got really, I got really nauseous because I guess they must have been super intense. And I yeah, just I like, I just went ham on a fucking cigar, and it was not a good idea. Yeah, well, you don't you don't rush it. Yeah, but I didn't <clears throat> I didn't know at the time. You know what I mean? You know, like you're just supposed to like let it sit for a Cigars little bit. Cigars are meant to uh, enjoy. Yeah, like whiskey, like a fine whiskey. Yeah. You don't go and like chug whiskey or take shots of it. Ugh, I, I could. That's never. when you get sick. That's when I get sick. Yeah, that's. No ho no way, Jose. <laughs> you know what I want to do one day? We gotta do an all day We should go to a distillery. We should and get, do a tour or something. We should do that. We should also do like an all day drinking session. Thank Here's God. what you do. Here's what you do. I'm already getting do a sick. glass of whiskey <laughs> and a glass of water. And then a glass of whiskey and a glass of water. You always got a little bit of whiskey in your system, so you got like a nice, nice easy buzz. In the summertime, I do this. I love it. Oh yeah, when yeah it's nice in the parents. summertime, probably. Yeah, nice glass of whiskey, like starting at like noon. 
and then yeah. whiskey water, whiskey water, whiskey water, all the way until like midnight, and then you've 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 killed a whole bottle of whiskey, but you've you've managed it with water. You never really get like super drunk. You just kind of get that uh, like buzzy. Kind yeah, of you feeling. get like a nice little buzz, and it just it lasts all fucking day. Like you can kill this entire bottle in one day easily if you just manage it with water in between. It's interesting. That's how they fucking do it. What the hell are we talking about? Who's they? <laughs> <laughs> Things we've been doing. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Uh, what else? I mean, I really have... Because, I mean, my schedule's still the same as far as work-wise. So I still had the same kind of routine other than going in a little later, in, you know, an hour later, but... I've been reading more? That's about it. I've definitely been reading more, which is good. I ordered a lot of books. I think that's my other problem, being at home. I'm, like, stressed. It's more acts. I'm just, I'm just stress-ordering everything on Amazon. <laughs> like your angry... angry. Like my angry purchase today. <laughs> it's very angry today. Do you want to explain, or...? Or do you want to leave that to the imagination? I wanted to get a firearm today, and I've been saving up for one, and I've been getting ready to purchase one, and I knew exactly what I wanted to get, and when I wanted to get it, and right about... And I wasn't... Now, let me just be clear. I'm not one of those crazy psycho end-of-the-world guys who was just like, I'm going to get a gun because I got my quarantine. You never know what's going to happen. But I've been wanting a Sig Sauer P226 for quite some time now. Yeah, the gun has been very appealing to me. It fits well in my hand, and I fired it before, and I was like, I like it. I want to get it. You know what I mean? Like, it'd be like nice it. for, like, target shooting, going out on a day like you and me, like, going over to a range and just firing the thing for a I couple hours. I would do hours. that 100%. Yeah, do it for a couple hours, you know? I don't want the cigar to go out. <laughs> like, it almost started to go out. I know. Yeah. Um, and then I called the, the gun store today because, my, my, again, my neighbor went there yesterday on Friday and he said he just walked in and was able to get an appointment in to purchase the firearm so I called today and I guess they do appointments on weekends I had no idea so I was very frustrated so then I was like I've been meaning to go to a liquor store so I can get cigars yeah well I I, well, I started out as saying I said I wanted to get a bottle of um, Buffalo Trace whiskey so I already struck out on the gun and then you take over and then <laughs> <laughs> it's your turn <laughs> you finished the depressing story of today <laughs> now I so we we get to the liquor store and I'm just trying to I'm just trying to find my whiskey that I want and maybe maybe get I'm just trying to find my way <laughs> maybe get a, maybe get like um, you know some beer or something beer yeah uh so I'm looking, and then finally we, we asked a dude. First yeah. off, everyone's wearing masks, mm. so including myself, even though I'm very hesitant to do that. But whatever, we have to. It's so annoying. If we have to, we have to. I don't care. Um, CDC, it's annoying. Go fuck yourself. But anyhow, so we're by a by abiding Joe Biden. We're <laughs> abiding by Joe Biden. <laughs> the, the the rules, right? Um, and regulations. Because I really, I really wanted this bottle of whiskey, and well, it turns out they don't have. That's surprising because that's a good. Every time I've gone there, they've had. It's like probably everything. so popular now. You know, over the past yeah. year and a half, maybe Everybody it got is. really popular. It did seem like it's got pretty popular. But um, so you suggested this monkey shoulder, and I said, "All right, I'm not leaving the store without something." Because I'm here, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> and I, to, to you, you want to be on. That's the first store I've been to in three months, in two months, or whatever long. Seriously? <laughs> yeah. Holy shit, dude! <laughs> that's it. 
That's nuts. The liquor I did not store. expect that. I thought, oh, wait, you're saying the first, oh, the, the first, first store in general. Store. Yeah. Holy shit, dude. So anyhow, I'm lo- I, I get this, and, and I'm then I'm looking for this other one, and that other kind of whiskey that I saw on, on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And mine's about, mine's eh, it's still going good. And um, next thing, I know, I look in the, the basket you have, and it's, there's five different whiskeys in there. I'm yep. Like, <laughs> Whoops. I said, what are you? And then, <laughs> and then you're looking at it a lot. I said, dude, you're angry shopping right now. For, I didn't whiskey. even realize I was doing that. You're taking it out on whiskey. <laughs> you called me out on it. You were like, dude, I know what the fuck you're doing. You're angry shopping. You're pissed off that you couldn't get your gun. You look like a fucking so, so you, militant. <laughs> you need to spend the money. Like, you already had it in your mind. Okay, I'm going to spend this money today. Right. So you there. did. So you, you, well, I don't think, you know, you spent a little less than what you would. <laughs> I spent a lot less a lot than, less than, than what you would. But I'm just saying. Um, yeah, no, I get your point, though. And then, and then we get back to your here, right? Yeah. And I didn't even realize you bought six cigars. I thought you brought two, one for me and one for you. No, I bought eight. <laughs> oh, you bought eight. I bought four. Oh, six. I bought four Monte Carlos and four. Oh, four each. Oh, I thought they were three each. Okay, never mind then. Yeah, you bought eight of them. <laughs> so we got we got a decent amount from the couple podcasts. <laughs> no wonder. I mean, I already have like, I think I have like uh, maybe fifteen more. Yeah. Yeah, two more in, in this box here, and then I got a bunch left in at home. But um. But yeah, that. You're you're not. <laughs> I just got carried away because <laughs> normally when I go shop for whiskey, like <clears throat> people are like, "Oh my god, you have so many different whiskeys!" Like, what do you do? I'm like, I just go there and I look. I'm like, "Oh, looks like a cool one," and I read the description. I'm like, "Hmm, neat," and I put it in and I yeah. buy it. Yeah, but you're you're, you're like you <laughs> when you shop for whiskey, uh huh. You're like, oh, I'm out of this. I need this now. Yeah. Oh, I'm out of this one. So I'm going to get another bottle of this. I'm like. You're not a bar, dude. <laughs> what are you doing? Like, I get the one that... They're like, oh, I've never seen this before. This looks like... Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Be like, oh, I'm almost out of this. But it's so good. <laughs> I know, I get you. Those are the ones that I rebuy. Like, Tullamore do. I'm going to stick with Tullamore forever. Tully and me go way back. We've been through some rough times together. Mm-hmm. Um, I think maybe we could tell some stories... Keeping keeping names out of stories, but I think we can mention some stories of some rough times that <clears throat> that I've at least that I've been through. Maybe maybe that'll be in the next segment. Talk about that. <laughs> rough um, times with Craig Davis. This <laughs> has been rough times with Craig Davis. We should do that. We should create. Like Brought a little, to you by a little riff. Brought to you by Old Spice. <laughs> <laughs> we're not we're not sponsored by Old Spice. No, we're just kidding. We're kidding. But it would be nice. But yeah, if you want us to smell good, we can. Old Spice, hello. Maybe we can get like there, Terry. See? I did it. We can get Terry Crews over here and flex his fucking muscles. Get him to if we can get Terry to flex his tits. <laughs> get Titty Terry to, to fucking Terry Crews percolate his tits for us. That'd be amazing. Terry, hit us up, bro. Let us know, man. We're always here. We're chilling. And, you know, and by the way, we need a lot of likes and we need a lot of subscriptions and or not subscriptions, but yeah, to subscribe what do you and like. Do? do they subscribe, follow? What? Is, what yeah, do just do? like any other podcast, you can get on. Uh, Should we create like a Patreon so people can donate money to us? Why not? Let's do it. I mean, people would be fucking crazy to give us money. There's people. There's crazy people out there. That's true. Hey, but, crazy people, we love you. But we need more likes and people listening. 
Right, we'd like to get a little bit more fame. So we we're so we're on we're on Spotify, we're on Google, we're on Apple, we're on all the all the big podcasts. By the way, he's doing all the social media stuff. I'm just here along for the ride. I'm just I like doing the social media. I, I think if you are gonna be a great agent because you're <laughs> gonna you're gonna boost our social media presence I'm, so much, we're gonna have like twenty thousand followers I always in like liked, two weeks. Yeah. I I like the whole People, I don't know. There's people that don't like social media, but it gets names out there. It gets people looking, and I, I, I control another social media of of something else that I'm I'm part of. We, can, we should make a segment about that. We should talk about. <clears throat> talk about that sometime. Yeah, and uh, mom's the word. And it's a lot of it's a lot of fun. I like really like enjoy. You know. Yeah. I think. That's what I would want to do otherwise. What other than calling, dude. There's so there's other than such what I'm doing, big it, or like maybe like public rate, like PR for an a- athlete or something like that, or I don't know. Corp- corporate world in general needs people who are good with social media, and you are really good with social media. I think you can easily show them your work that you've done so far. Yeah, and just be like, here's my resume, and there's people that. That's their that's their living. I mean, you know what I mean. That's pretty cool. We have an entire department for social media, so I mean, yeah, you know, that's an entire department. See, I I would like to have fun to be fun. Well, then don't work in you know what I mean. Don't work where I work. I'm not going to say where <laughs> I work, but don't work where I work. That's the one thing I learned. Don't talk about your job. I'm going through this fucking thing. I should slow down. <laughs> we'll do another one. But um, we'll get two in tonight. With this, I'm getting nice and warm now. Are you? Yeah. How yeah. about you? Feeling pretty, pretty good. I think we should also add a disclaimer about our podcast. Sorry, David. <laughs> um, a disclaimer should be like, we want to let you know that we really, the theme song is very accurate. We're just two dudes bullshitting about <laughs> stuff. We have some sort of structure that I think may evolve over time. Like, we will eventually get yeah. a better structure. But at least for a while, we're just going to be rambling on about our lives no matter how our lives are pretty fucking boring, but we'll ramble about our lives. Yeah, but we don't have to talk about our lives. We just talk about... We can talk about stuff. Anything. Everything that, that's but happening in the world today. And the day was fun. Today was fun. Today was a good day. It was depressing. And I ordered way too much whiskey. Or I bought way too much whiskey. Um, yeah, I've been spending... Well, we have to get you... I've been out of control spending. we got to get a humidor. Yeah, we, we have to get, get you a little humidor. A cutter... Uh, cutter, a nice lighter, a lighter like this. Yeah. Look, don't we get? That's all. We'll go on Amazon. We're gonna do Amazon tonight, and we'll get you. We'll get you set up, and and even maybe if you you get like a Jr. cigar, they come in like two days. Yeah. Yeah, they're really fast shipping. And then I'm gonna buy. What's really cool about Jr. cigar? A smoking jacket. <laughs> <laughs> we I should get a both get. Yeah, we should both get smoking jackets. Well, you know, whenever this shit is over, there's an awesome cigar bar in media. Really? It's an amazing cigar bar. I've been so in there twice. And, and you it's can fantastic. go in. You can go in and smoke it? Smoke? Yeah, you smoke inside. Yeah, do you have to buy cigars from them or can you bring, bring your own? You could bring your own cigars. You could buy it from them. You could bring your own whiskey or you can get it from them. It's awesome. It's a great place. Do you have to pay to get in? No. You just walk in. <clears throat> It's a great place. And the guys there are really fucking cool. Yeah. And you just tell them, like, oh, I don't really have much experience in cigars. I haven't smoked them that much. And they'll bring you out ones that are not going to, like, you know, knock you on your ass. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like well, a good, uh, good, 
good business. Yeah, we'll have to do that. Yeah, it'd be fun. We'll to check that out. Actually, funny story. Um, one of my coworkers um, is a member of a cigar club, and he has a cigar oh, yeah. club. It's like exclusive yeah. cigar clubs. Yeah, I don't know much. To, I don't know much. He gets about to go that. in the in the VIP rooms in the back. Yeah, and he was like, "Why don't you come over and hang out, and smoke some cigars with me sometime?" And he's like, "Coolest dude." And I was like, "You mean it?" He was like, "Yeah, man, let's do it." Like, <laughs> okay. So, eventually, you know, I'll see how that goes. But I've never experienced that life before. I don't yeah. know what I should wear. Like, what's the formality? Ask him. Do I wear boat shoes? Boat shoes. Like I feel like you need to wear boat or loafers <laughs> or <laughs> with no socks. Nah, I think you want to go in there like classy AF as fuck. So like a nice fresh slick suit. Yes. Yeah. I think or, that'd be. Or like a blazer. Ooh. Like a blazer. Like a like a, like a crushed velvet blazer. Oh, with khaki a purple, pants. I'm getting a part. I'm I'm doing it. I'm getting a purple crushed velvet blazer. Why? Because I fucking need it. You and I need want it. it. You need it. And you got to get the pants to match. You got to get khaki <laughs> pants. I'll be walking there and look like Prince. <laughs> oh, khaki pants. Oh, khaki I think you're talking about. <laughs> I might use purple suit. Just I might even. Purple suit. I'm going to get a purple suit. I'm going to do that. I got my shark skin suit upstairs. Remember that? Shark thing? skin? Yeah, it's like shiny blue. Oh. Um, when all this is over and I let my mohawk grow, I a still want to do that whole thing that when we go to the baseball game. And we just sit behind home plate and look and, completely <laughs> unenthused. The and wear like time. wear like our suits. Yeah, we have to look. We have to look. Oh my god! We have to look high horse. <sighs> That's happening. I'm saving up. I for know. That. We're doing it. I don't care. Fuck buying a house. Our down <laughs> payments are going to those tickets. <laughs> like three thousand dollars. <laughs> $3,000 <laughs> for tickets just for one night to look completely unenthused. <laughs> we would have to be recognized. Why? Because that's what burritos do. We can't get up during the games. Can't move. Cannot. We can't move the whole game. We have to sit perfectly still the entire game. Yeah. Hands, hands on our knees as we sit, just like this. You know we'll be on TV. We're gonna be right behind home plate. They'll be talking about us. The people are gonna to start to notice. There's no doubt. You know, I don't I, know if I can't, you notice these people have that would be not awesome. moved the entire game. Oh, the looks, the looks we would get. Yeah, they'd be like, "What? what? Oh, huh? fantastic! That'd be beautiful, dude." In one day, that'd be great. Maybe we leave that for our reveal. <laughs> we tell our, our reveal. Listen, we tell our listeners where to where to find us at Phillies games, and then they have to. They have to take a picture of their TVs or take a screenshot and post it to our social media like page. Like text our seats? Yeah. Text your seats like they do at the yeah, game? Yeah, yeah, And then see if people find us at the game, and then we'll know who's actually listening to our podcast. <laughs> yeah. That'd be a good metric, Reader, to know, like, who's listening. Well, there are there was some listening listeners last week. I mean, I don't know if you listened to it, did you? Uh, I listened to the first segment, yeah. I listened to it again. I listened, many, to, many, I listened to it once. There's, like, six... Listens. No way. They're out. Yeah. Do they comment at all? Uh, I don't know. I don't even know how you. I do just that. looked at the analytics through the app that yeah. we use. Okay. I wonder so, if like people from like other countries like trying to. Learn yeah, English. there's there's analytics to show what countries and there are a couple different countries. People who are listening to our podcast. <laughs> yeah, I'll show it to you. Any people from uh, Jordan? Michael. How about how about 
Yemen. Yemen. Can any of you Yemen. from Yemen? Yemen. I think we should just target all of our advertising to Yemen. <laughs> I don't know if that would be a good idea. Probably not. We'd be immediately placed on the government watch list. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you need to watch out for these guys. You guys are fucking crazy. I don't know if you saw over there, but those little um, pieces of paper on the windows over there. Right. Hashtag Sterling Strong. Sterling Strong? Yeah, it's the Sterling. Uh, I'm not going to continue because I don't want to pe- know. I don't want people to know where we are. <laughs> I don't want to be. Pe- well, I mean, we could be anywhere. Sterling. That's true. But anyhow. But yes, we just want to let you know this is the way our podcast <laughs> is going to be. It's going to be random, awkward silences that are followed by very long rants from either me or Alex. And I'll try to. I'll be like the, um, the moderator, the navigation system. To yeah, keep you. you've had you need to keep me on course because keep you. this dude will fall off the tracks very because, quickly. Because see, I'm on letter A and you're all the way in on I'm letter Q. H. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm fucking Q, dude. I gotta be. Oh, come back up here. Come back up here. <laughs> We're not that far down yet. Yeah. Oh my god, I forgot how good Monkey Shoulder is. Oh my lord. Hmm. That was a good segment. We can move on to the next one. Rough times. The times were rough. So? Jeez. Yeah, this is uh, it's about to get deep. So, uh... Had some rough times. So, fuck. <laughs> There's some rough times right there, Bob. What was that? Fucking! What happened there? The um, <laughs> the ash nozzle <laughs> fell. <laughs> okay, luckily it wasn't fucking see- like no, seething with you, heat. We got the can for a reason, and the progressive can. All right. Well, I was trying to see how like long this thing. You know, as she said, what is it called? A- ash. Well, like the the, the ash tower. What is it called? Ash. Okay, whatever. I don't know. <laughs> like, you know when you, like, it, it burns and, like, the ash thing gets longer and longer and longer? This way? Yeah. What is that called? Isn't it, like, an ash something or yeah, I can see the heat coming off of it. It's pretty cool. Oh, whoa, yeah, look at that. Um, rough times, huh? Well, uh, when we were talking about, um... Tully, <clears throat> Tully, Tell do. Tully. Reminded me of one time when I was going through a, a pretty pretty nasty time in my life. I won't go into detail, but uh, my buddy was supposed to kind of like bring someone with him and his girlfriend so that like we can all four, you know, go to a bar, hang out. Oh, God, I, I didn't know where you're going with that. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> and uh I was like, "Whoa, this is going to be some secret time here." Uh, hello. And um so they bailed on me like last minute. Well, the the one person bailed. He and his girl came to the bar and we were hanging for maybe like 45 minutes and they get into this like fight and then they just leave me. So, I'm at this bar, I'm by myself. I'm in a very, very vulnerable stage in my life at the moment. Like, you know that, you know that, like, you're, you're a man, and someone's gonna hook you up with someone. Yes. And you, and you're like so ready. You're like, I'm gonna take the next step in my life, and I'm gonna move forward. Yeah. 
and then mm. like the whole thing yeah. falls, and then the whole thing falls through, and you're like, I'm just a worthless piece of shit. But I'm not gonna get into that too much. But anyway, so I'm at this bar and I'm by myself, and all of a sudden like, the bartender and I like connect because apparently like, he went to the same high school and his brother went to the same high school, and I knew his brother really well. I didn't like his brother, but I knew his brother really well. So he's just like serving me up like one after the other, telling more dudes. Like oh, yeah? I almost killed the whole bottle that night. Really? You know? Did you pay for it? <laughs> oh, I paid for it, my friend. I paid for it in multiple ways. So this like couple shows up. They just got back from like a concert. I ended up talking to them for a while. They were really nice. I remember like half the conversation, and <laughs> I remember nothing after that. The the next thing I remember is someone comes up behind me and grabs me by both of my shoulders, and I turn around and look, and it's you. Dum -da -da -dum. And I thought, thank her, he comes thank. to say the word. <laughs> that means that mighty Alex is on his <laughs> way. <laughs> and, like, I looked at you, and... You hugged me. I hugged you. I, was, I haven't been that happy in, like, forever. And I, I couldn't believe that, like... When I saw you, I was... The hand of God. It was. It was like the hand of God. I had no idea that apparently I had texted you a couple of times to ask you to come get me. Like, I need you here. Like, Alex, you need to come get me. I, I was just like a random text to you. And it was like a... I didn't even realize it was like a cry for help. Like, subconsciously, I was like, dude, I need to be rescued right now. <laughs> this guy is just throwing drinks at me. Ooh. I'm making a fool out of myself because I'm talking to random people and I'm just like griping about my life and I'm like this I must be a fucking idiot <laughs> so then you come and not only you but like the whole crew brother I bring the, the cavalry fucking A team man let's get our boy we got we got everybody else on the team that echoed more than I thought it was going to do when I just said that <laughs> anyhow this is it's quiet out here but who gives a shit yeah um it's Saturday night um Saturday and and like we get into the van and we're driving back and like I remember I got in the van and I didn't even know because there were no lights on in the van yeah and I got in I had no idea who was next to me and I heard this random voice and I get in and I like, kind of bumped into the person I was like oh I'm sorry about that and she was like I'm okay <laughs> and I was like who the fuck who the fuck is that I never met her and it was yeah uh, so, his girlfriend of a friend yeah his girlfriend yeah and I was like oh my god I'm so sorry so then we're like driving back and like I, I was, like, leaning my head against the window. Mm -hmm. I was like, uh... And then finally we get <laughs> we get back, because I was at the time I was staying to my parents. And I we pulled up, and I get out. And I just remembered, I got out of the van, and I had one thought in my head, which was, get the fuck inside. Like, <laughs> if anything distracts me from this train of thought, I'm not making it into that door. <laughs> I had to take out the keys from my pocket, put them in the keyhole, turn the key... Open the door, close it, lock it, and then be able to like take care of the rest of my life. And I got out of the I got out of the van, and I had e I had no idea that you even said like, "Hey man, I'll see you later." <laughs> Craig, are you alright? Are you okay? <laughs> like I had no idea anyone said a word to me because my mom was like, "Get the fuck, get in the fucking door, open the fucking doorknob, twist the doorknob to the right. Don't twist it to the left. You have to twist it to the right to get in the fucking front." Like. I'm thinking about all this shit, all these thoughts going through my mind just to open a fucking door. And I finally get in, and I go over to the kitchen sink because I knew it was it was coming. Mm. And I just let all of it out. I turn the sink on, and next thing I know, I wake up, 
Like this must have been like a half an hour later. I wake up, my left arm is covered in Lord knows what the fuck I was eating. Oh, that telemerdu that you just... Yeah, and my left arm was in the kitchen sink, <laughs> and I was on my knees resting against the cabinets in front of the sink, just like, uh, and I wake up and I'm like, oh no, the water's been on. I'm like, how long has the water been on? <laughs> and I get up and thank God the water's been draining out of the fucking, even though there was stuff in the sink, and I turned it off, and I was like, <laughs> fuck it, I'm going to clean that tomorrow morning. I just took all my, all my fucking clothes off in the kitchen and then went upstairs. I went to bed and thank God because my parents were away on vacation then, and I was watching the house. And I'll just I'll just never forget that. And then the next day, like you were like, "Bro, you're right." Like I hope you're I hope you're okay. <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, yeah. What's what's going on?" And you're like, "I thought you were mad at me." And I was like, "No, <laughs> man, I wasn't mad at you." I was like, "If I if I stopped to turn around and go see you later, I would have collapsed on the <laughs> fucking driveway." And I'm like, "Yeah, <laughs> like, dude, I wouldn't have made it." I would say that that was that was the first time in my life, and I don't drink a I don't drink to get drunk. I drink to feel good. But that night, dude, it was so bad. I was I was in such a dark place that you definitely saved me, bro. You're missing a chunk out of that story when we stopped at the Wawa. I don't remember that. <laughs> you don't remember that? No. Okay, guys. What you're hearing right now for the first time? You're not I hearing am, this for the first time. I am hearing it. I am? No. I'm not? No, you're not. Oh. I thought I was. No, we've told you before. Really? Yeah. We stopped at Wawa. Okay. And you needed to get something to eat. Because I needed to get something to eat? You wanted something to eat. Well, either way, I don't remember the story. So, no. So, you actually got... I think um, one of those pretzels or oh, the stuffed the pretzels. cheese stuffed pretzels. Um, from Wawa. From the local Wawa. From the local Wawa. And you were given, you were given um, a throw-up bag. Well, I do remember the throw-up bag because I definitely filled that up. And you definitely threw up in the throw-up bag, maybe two of them. And then that's when we took you home. Yeah. But okay, we, yeah, I do remember that. We were, yeah, we were... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're like, you just need to drink something. You, I think you've got your Gatorade and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the one person, like, she's a EMT, so she knew, like, exactly what to give me and what and, like, and when. Like, throw up bag, crackers, water, Gatorade, go. <laughs> and I was like, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, crackers. I do remember <laughs> crackers. Yeah. So I think that actually helped me get to the door. Definitely. If I didn't, if I hadn't gotten Gave that, some, I, I wouldn't uh, have made it to the door. Yeah. That was really, really bad. That's probably the only time. And this is—I know this sounds crazy, and I sound like an, a noob, but that's probably the only time that I actually like blacked out when drinking. I've never, <laughs> ever blacked uh, out before. I blacked out once. I never understood one it. One time. Never understood it until it happened to me, and I was like. One wow. time. You want to hear? Do it. This one time. We're, we're here. We're, we're doing this right now. <laughs> well, this is probably going to be a, a fairly short story, but I remember... Drag it out, man. Uh, you got time. I don't know if I can drag it out. Um, so I had this party at at this, at this uh, my house, mm -hmm. and I had a bunch of people over, like a lot of people, like, you know, a lot. This I wasn't is, there, was I? Uh... 
Was this when I was in college? I don't know. I don't remember who was there, to be honest. Oh, dear. I remember, remember, like, certain people. This is going to be good. I I remember certain people. Yeah. And we had the fire pit going. Uh, All I... The house that you're at right now? Yeah. All All I remember was... And the reason why this is a short story is because I don't remember much. (laughs) That's... So that makes sense. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So... Uh, all I remember it was <laughs> waking up, and I was on my back in my bed. Oh my god! I had my wife beater on, and I was in my my boxers. <laughs> okay, but somebody had put me to bed, tucked me in, like you know, like you tuck your kids in, like like tu- form- literally formal tuck in, formally, so you tuck- can't move. So I was tucked in, and to this day I still don't know who did it, but that's wild. I wake up and I'm like, "What the fuck happened?" Yeah, I remember I was I had to go to work the next day. Oh no! <laughs> Is this when you were working before the job you're working at now? Yeah. All right. The big L. And uh, and I remember walking out into walking out into the living room, and there our friend Ron and his girlfriend. One was on each couch. Okay. Then I, I'm like looking around and I see the big tub of beer still in, in the kitchen. I remember I bought Wait all this beer. A second. What? Was this the party where people were dressing up in a vagina costume? <laughs> it might have been. I think it was. It might have been. Being there. It might have been. <clears throat> Fuck. Yeah. Um, I think I came there for a little bit. I didn't stay the whole time. Oh, yeah. Because someone, yeah. Anyhow. Yeah. Anyhow. Man, this is I think this cigar's done. But um I'm, I'm, going, wa- I'm going all the way to the end I'm, with this baby. Well it keeps going out. Um I'm I'm trying to keep it going, but <laughs> something's going on with it. I remember go- looking out in the back, there's like broken chairs. I'm like, oh man, what am I doing? Oh my god, dude. Uh, and apparently some Ron was in a chair and one of the girls that I worked with pushed him and broke the chair. And that's been a debate for years. It's like one of those, one of those cheap plastic chairs, you know, that, yeah, that you those get lawn chairs, yeah, you know, that only lasts a season, anyhow. Oh Jesus! And I'm like, oh man. So, I, and my, so, I mean, at the time, I was my parents. I, mean, I was, you know, my parents were on vacation, just like you were saying. Yeah, right. Like yours. Thank God. That's why I had the <clears throat> parte. Parte. You partook in the parte. <laughs> I'm gonna partake in the parquet. So, um, so yeah. So I made sure everything was cleaned up and bagged away. All the beer cans. I did not recycle. I'm sorry. I have to tell myself I did not recycle because I needed to hide all the beer. Mm-hmm. The beer cans. So I stuck them on trash bags. And um, so, yeah. That's the only time I really blacked out. Drunk. I feel like once you do it one time, that's all you need. Like, I feel like everyone's done it. <laughs> everyone's done it. Please go out. <laughs> Please go out. But, um, I feel like everyone's done it at least one time ooh, in their lives. Sorry to fix my mic. But, um, yeah, so that's... that's And then, like, it was you, funny because I went to work, and, like, throughout the day, like, I'm asking, I'm like, what? And then throughout the day, I'm getting text messages. Oh, no. Yo, Alex, 
I said, great, great, good, oh, that's awesome last time. I'm like, I don't, yeah. I don't know what happened. <laughs> and then the people are saying, yeah, you did this. I'm like, oh, oh no. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, oh, like, I don't remember what they said I did, but I remember getting text messages saying, yeah, yeah. This, this happened, that happened. I'm like, wow. Fuck, dude. That fucking sucks, man. Summer, no, I, I hate that Summer shit. of 2009. Was that when it was? So, yeah, then nine, then... The amazing summer of 2009. We had a pretty good summer together then. That was that was probably the best summer of my life. I'm actually going to have to agree with you on the that. The best summer of my life. Because that summer was you and me doing fucking awesome shit together. That was the Italy trip with my parents. That was the Egypt trip. That was when uh, I went to Egypt. Oh, oh speaking of rough that times. Epic. Write, e- <laughs> write down Egypt that for, epic. for the rough times segment for next 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 podcast. <laughs> the, ne- the epic, yeah. Some of them, some of the things you told me about that. Oh dear lord! We're not gonna get into all the details of that trip because I can just. <laughs> I got no, some it'll shit, get you in trouble. It'll definitely get me in trouble with national security. That's for sure. Some of the some of the shit I did over there. Yeah. By the way, I was I was a subcontractor for the CIA over in Egypt. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. But I was undercover as a as a college student. I knew on, it. On a, on a, on a uh, I absolutely knew it. International scholarship. <sighs> By the way, Egypt was awesome. Just gotta say, the people were so cool over there. Well, we'll we'll dive into that next time. Yeah, we'll the dab. That's yeah. a deep end, bro. That is the deep. End. <laughs> Diving is allowed with those stories. Diving. Yeah. So that's my blackout drunk story, but it's not, it's it's not fun. No, no, it wasn't. Well, I guess I was having fun. Yeah, you're having fun, but the next morning you were like, fuck, what the fuck did I do? See, I was still young, and I didn't have the hangover. Like, I was just tired. I just remember being tired all day. No headache or nothing like that. Yeah, that's exactly how I felt. But, yeah, so. And that's that's why I switched to whiskey, because that one time when we had the end of the world party, back in 2012, December 21st, 2012, remember the end of the world party? That was a good night for me. That was a fun night when I got home. It was a great night. (laughs) But not a fun night for me. Um, I felt like absolute garbage. That was the last time garbage. I stopped drinking beer in 2012 because of that night. I never really? drank another sip of beer until this summer. Yeah, okay. When I went to the Phillies game with my cousin... And he bought me a beer, and he bought me one of them tall ones at the Phillies games. You know how expensive they are. So I couldn't be like, no, I don't want it. I want to go to the Phillies game with him again. Oh, that was so much fun. That was a lot of fun. Dude, we... We need to do, like, had like a whole, guy's... We had, like, the whole section roaring. Oh, yeah. Dude, it was so It much was fun. great. Oh, that was God. great. We, yeah. We need to get him on the podcast, too. As oh, a, as a oh my God, guy. yes. Yes. As, as, as our... Well, we we won't say what profession he is yet, but no. if he wants to disclose it, We're, we'll yeah. have him as a professional in that sense. We'll ask him questions. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Reach out to him and see. We're 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 not opposed to guests. We'll probably have hey, man. We'll probably have friends on. Definitely. We'll have friends on. I think at first we'll do friends. We'll talk about stories we've experienced together. Maybe we can get some other guests. And then maybe we'll, maybe we'll get Jake on as a guest. Yeah. We'll get him to tell. We'll some get ho- people we know. We'll get him to tell some crazy hockey stories of playing oh, with some of the professionals. You know, that'd be great. That'd yeah, be really yeah no, reach out to him. I'll mention it to him. See soon. if he wants to be on. Oh, we'll, we'll need to get another mic for him. though. We'll make this. We'll figure that out. I'll yeah. figure that out. Yeah. 
Because maybe maybe what we can do is I can like hold the mic. We're just kind of makeshifting <laughs> it right now, but then we'll. Yeah, we're literally just sitting on. We'll the figure it out. <laughs> we'll figure it out. See, I'll, I'll figure something out. See what we can work yeah, we it. Like a, it. We need like a studio. I'm, well, I'm in the process of um, getting something at the moment. Ooh. So we're gonna have to talk about that after this, because uh, we definitely need to make this happen. We need a professional studio. Don't mind, like. Yeah, Honestly, I just need these, a better these, computer. These mics are great. I just need a better computer. Right now, we're right now we're just doing this on a. Yeah, but it's working great on a though. Phone. Yeah. But um, but if you notice, like if you see, I watch a lot of YouTube mm-hmm. podcasts. Yeah, me too. Like, and you see some of the early ones, and they're yeah. like kind of. Yeah, they're like. Rich. And then, but like if, when you when you see them, what they're doing now, and like okay, it's it seems more legit. But they were just starting, and yeah. we're just starting. So, it's the it's the beautiful discovery phase. Mm-hmm. We're gonna learn through our mistakes. We're gonna make some mistakes along the way, but that's life. You know what I mean? Like you're gonna make mistakes. Does he smoke cigars? Does he? Uh, I think he, he uses chew. So he can chew and spit while we smoke cigars. <laughs> I offered to, you know, if you wanted to smoke, but he's like, oh, I tried cigar one time and I got sick. I'm like, you were probably smoking a really heavy one then. <laughs> like, or you inhaled. Yeah, or who knows? Maybe he did. I don't know. Yeah. I'll have to ask him, but I think it'd be great. Everyone that we have in our podcast has to smoke cigar with us. Well, if they, you know, we'll offer it to him. No peer pressure. Nope. If they don't smoke, but they gotta have some. Nah. I don't care if it's Bryce friggin' Harper. He's if he's if he's like, no, sorry, I don't smoke cigars. Listen, if we get Bryce Harper on, he can do he can do whatever the hell he wants. <laughs> I don't care. Nope. Are you sure? Yep. If you don't smoke a cigar, you're not allowed on the show. <laughs> I'm just fucking kidding. Of course. If he like what? He's an athlete. He's a world class athlete. I bet you. He's I bet not- you. I bet you we can get some Phillies on our podcast sometime. <gasps> Andrew McCutcheon. Hey, Kutch. I think we can get Kutch. I think we can get Kutch on our podcast. We nah. ask him. You know who would be really cool? J-Roll. Ooh, Jimmy Rollins. Now, nah, you know. We could talk actually, about Roman memories. Roman Quinn. He'd be fun. I want to hang out with Roman Quinn. Too. He seems like a funny. Remember the interaction that I had with him? Hey, look at him <laughs> Quinn with them wheels. Look at him Quinn with them wheels. He came up. He was smiling. Yeah. He was hanging out picture day we had no idea that was the funniest part about it we had no fucking idea that it was no. picture day <laughs> well no i i did i knew hey there how are you Hello. good how you doing yeah I, I mean i knew yeah yeah and then oh, i uh, think you were the one who told me about it yeah yeah the the uh promotions and all that but um yeah my I, then i went home yeah or no then i don't know what happened. i mentioned something to my dad and then, <laughs> yeah, I mentioned something to my me dad. Makes me do that to my lips. I, I mentioned something. Well, I had an itch on my lip. I mentioned something to my dad. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah. We, we uh, I went one time with uh, with your uncle, and, and they got pictures. and But but they just, the, the players just walked around and so you could take pictures of them. They didn't right. come up for selfies. And, I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. there was no selfies back in mm-hmm. the 90s or whatever the hell it was. Mm-hmm. But then he pulls out this book, his photo book. Yeah, of all these Ooh, players, like yeah. he got pictures of Schmitty, and I mean, oh my god, like yeah, that's pretty that's cool. So cool. And like you can see the vet; it was in, it was at the vet, obviously. <sighs> but um, the fucking shitty vet, dude. What you a know, fucking... I, I've only went to two games at the vet. Really? Yeah, I think one with my family, and then one for a middle school field trip. 
<laughs> like, like, remember? Really? Like, I don't remember. I don't know if you remember, but the middle school had like wait, 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 is this, Phillies. Is this the first one. Phillies right, night. That's number one. What time is it? What time is it right now? It's number one. What time is it at this moment? It is nine fifty-six. Was that the first one that you saw? The first, first one I saw. First cop. We're, we're counting cops. Sounds funny. Counting cops. Yeah. So this is the thing that I've been <laughs> noticing is that they've been making like frequent passes down the street where I live. And it's been they got nothing really, to do. It's you been know? really prevalent lately, though. It's been yeah. really weird. Like it's been overkill. Like okay, once maybe like every hour is cool, but the the one night when me and uh, my um, neighbor were out out here sitting on the porch, they drove by like I think they drove by like eight times in like a seventeen minute period, and I was like, all right, this is this is ridiculous. And it wasn't like their lights were on. They weren't after someone. They weren't. Actively pursuing anything. Actively. They're just driving around. And it wasn't even the local police. It was Upper Providence. And I think that was Upper Providence. I don't think that was the media. No? No. I'll have to keep an eye on I that. wonder if, like, if they're, if they're doing, like, the furlough. Uh, like, uh, you know, and they, and they just have the, the county cops come in. Well, it is. Because, or, or, yeah. Well, they're asking them for help because the, the force here isn't that, that large. Because it's a small town. I think they're asking for help with patrols. Yeah. But I think it's a whole like curfew thing, like after 8 p.m. or whatever, they have to start doing patrols. But um, but you're right. They got nothing else to do, so fucking why not? <clears throat> but anyhow, so yeah. so he gave me all these, um, or he showed me all these pictures, and it was pretty neat to see some of them old. Oh, well, I'm talking about the Phillies. The 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 picture day. The, Real quick. No, the. The the time I went to the, oh Gazintite oh the went went to the vet the, right, the right, vet right, right, right. yeah yeah For um, the middle school the the trip. middle school had like Phillies night and we'd go as a class we'd we'd meet up at the middle school and go in a bus yeah to go over and I, and I don't remember the game I don't remember like I don't remember anything about the game all I remember is uh, Doug Gladville oh Doug Glanville was a man Glanville. And Bobby Abreu. That's when Bobby Abreu. Bobby. Bobby Abreu was probably Abreu. my first favorite Philly. I loved Bobby. Yeah, he was probably my first one, my first yeah. player that I really enjoyed watching and yeah. as a kid. Um. And uh, that was such a weird time for the Phillies. But um. But anyhow, the the, the thing I vividly remember is the the vendor. You can't, I don't even remember what he was selling, but I remember he was just this miserable, you know what? He's like, fucking kids, fucking this, I got fucking this, fucking yeah. kids. I'm like, and how old were we in middle school, you know? Yeah. I'm like, damn, okay. I, I just vividly old. remember that. Yeah. And I remember the guy kind of looked like Ernest. <laughs> well, I, but, that's um, half the reason why he's miserable. <laughs> yeah. Uh, plus, we were like all the way up in like the, the nosebleed Fucking section. Seven hundred level. Oh, fuck yeah, dude! But, but yeah. So that so that's really the only memory that I really have of the set. It's so funny. <laughs> I have very very and, very and like the memory. walk that that walk that that zigzag walk. Yeah. The ramps. Yeah. That's, that's it. I don't have many memories of the vet. No. But I went there. I wish I did. But I went there like a decent amount with because my mom, through her company, we had tickets on the third base side. 
but I just don't. I can't. Right. I can't access the memories. I. Do you ever have a problem with that? Just like in general, like access. Yeah, I guess memories? you. Yeah, like I. I vividly remember. Oh, I. Not vividly. That's the wrong word. I vaguely remember, like how green, like the turf was. Oh God! Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. And they only had. The dirt squares around the bases. Yes, that's that's the funny thing. The only other stadiums like that today is Toronto, right? I believe Toronto so. Toronto Stadium's the only one that has like yeah, any indoor. Yeah, that's funny. I think that might be the only other turf stadium. Yeah, that that shit was hilarious. So the vet, oh my god. <laughs> An- oh, another vet is I remember hearing the booms when they when they imploded it. You can feel the booms from over in Jersey. We went there to watch it. My dad got some amazing pictures of it, like. Oh yeah, doof, 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 like that. I couldn't see it because I was young, and I was like, "What's happening?" <laughs> I just saw like the smoke rising. My dad had yeah. to like stand on his tippy toes and hold his camera way up over his head. Yeah, there's a lot of people. Yeah, and but. like, yeah, oh my god, my dad actually is doing a project right now, taking all these old photographs, taking the negatives and getting them processed and digitized, and he's getting rid of oh. like all the paper copies of his old photos. Wow, he was showing me. It's pretty cool. Um, all these pictures of of that day when we were when we went to the vet to see it um, get demolished. Yeah. I I do remember the very first we went to the very first game of Citizens Bank Park. I do recall that. Really? That was so cool. You've been like to like the most amazing games, <laughs> and I can't stand it. <laughs> well, with Penn State football, I went to some pretty crazy games, like memorable games. Like I'm like just son of a bitch. Although. This year went to my most memorable game. Well, actually, there's two very memorable (laughs) games I remember. I remember seeing my very first official, like, live um, Grand Slam, and that was Pedro Feliz. Oh, yeah, that year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pedro Feliz, the Grand Slam, and I remember before... Oh, no! Sorry, folks. I didn't mean that. I remember before I wanted to get cotton candy. Cotton candy. Now, the vent, there's no vendors. Couldn't see it, find no vendors. Oh, this was the Citizens Bank Park, right? Yeah, Citizens Bank, obviously. Oh, duh. Page duh. Duh. Uh, maybe, oh, seven? I don't think it was a year that they, they might have been 08. But, um, probably that. It's probably 08. I think it was 08. But anyhow, um, so we, so I went and I walked all around the stadium. Nowhere sold. So I had to go another level up. Finally, I was able to get the cotton candy, mm-hmm. and I get back. I get back down to. Not, I didn't even get to my seat. I had to wait till the bat. Till the bat was over, and I'm standing at at the top of the ledge there before the section goes down at the step there. Yeah. And I and I saw saw my first one. This is awesome, dude. I remember. And, uh, I remember that shit. Yeah. So. I was, and then uh, those baseball memories, there's nothing like it, man. Probably my other. I saw Victorino hit a hit a grand slam, and I saw Reese Hoskins hit a grand slam last year. Opening last day. Last year, we saw Bryce Harper's first home run as a Philly, and his second. That <laughs> was fucking awesome. Yeah, we that, that went game. right over us. That was so cool how that ball went. We'll always be in that picture because we were there. I'll never forget that when when, when like the feeling. The feeling that I had... You know what's... Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. You know what's really neat? To be a part of, like, sports history. Because, like... Yeah. 
because you know that's never going to happen. You know that's never going to happen again. Yep. You know it's not. It's something similar might happen, but that may, that will never happen again. It's a first, and that's it. You can yeah. only have one first. Yeah, I, w watching the ball go over our Andrew heads. McCutcheon's first. I remember going up, going up the escalator. And I, I remember turning the guy, turning to the guy behind me. Yeah. I said, "This guy hits a, it's a home run, the first at bat. I'm gonna be so pissed off." And next thing I hear, I hear the, I hear it. Yeah. I hear the bat, and I'm going up to like the 300 level, to, to my seats. And I, I get onto the, get onto the. This is opening day. Yeah, opening day. I get onto the yeah. concourse, and I just happen to look over. And I see the ball in air fly over. I'm like, oh my god! He just hit the home. He just hit a home run. <laughs> and you hear this just a stadium was, erupt. That was. And then I came down and, and sat with you guys. That was so magical. I was up there for Harper's first at bat. Yeah, that was probably one of the most magical memories of. As a oh, when we, when we yeah when we stood in line. Got all the hand, uh, high fives and stuff yeah. like that. Oh, that was so cool. But just like to see the, to see McCutcheon's first at bat as a Philly, a bomb. <laughs> Reese Hoskins grand slam. JT Real Muto home run. Oh, that's right. Oh, JT, that's right. Love that man. Um, that's your man crush. He is my man crush. I don't have man crushes, but JT, what's up? Um, I will say, the moment. When Harper hit his first home run. Oh, you know, you know what I remember? You said, hit all four, touch out four, and touch, then... Touch them all, kid. But yeah, and then... Yep. He did. Boom. I'm like, you... <laughs> you son bitch. But, like, the feeling that ran through my body... And I remember, I remember saying this to you. It was so genuine. It was so natural. It wasn't anything that I formulated in my mind, but it just came out this way, and I was like... This was the moment where I can, where I could move on <laughs> from the 08 team. For the first time in my life, I fell in love with this team again. At that moment, I mean, opening day. Don't like opening day. I can't. I've never been to open. How amazing, I've never been opening day. How amazing of an opening day that was. That's the best opening day I've ever been at. Me and my dad would go to opening day almost every year. Yeah. But. That home run by him, knowing for a fact that he's going to be on the Phillies for another 12 years, and he's <laughs> not leaving. Yeah. And we just saw the beginning of something <laughs> beautiful. Hopefully. And when we saw that, like, again, I, I, can't, I still can't get over that moment. I, I replay that moment in my head. But when that ball flew over our heads, the second that I remember ball watching it and... Like this, I remember doing. Yeah, watching the second, and then I turn to you, you turn to me, we hug, we're jumping up and down, we're screaming. I just remember that thought where I said, "Okay, <laughs> I'm ready now." Mm -hmm. It was this really crazy, surreal moment. Like I'm ready to move on from that 08 team. This is my new team. So yeah, I had to get that out there. It was <laughs> fucking phenomenal. Yeah, those are pretty neat, pretty neat things. That's. Pretty neat. That was a good segment right there. I <laughs> yeah, like that. It was. It was nice. It started off with rough times, and then, and then it rolled <laughs> and it, and it nicely. Times. I, and like, it hey, I like that. I like that. <laughs> Very nice. We'll see you next. Keeping with the baseball kind of theme that we've yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, baseball. Baseball, like baseball. Baseball has some amazing plays. It's just nothing. There's nothing more beautiful than like what. Baseball. What is your favorite? Like when you go to the ballpark, you're like, I want to see this. I want to see this happen today. I want to see this play happen. All right, one of my favorites in general is other than a home run. Let's put oh. home runs out because home runs are. I mean, they're great, but they're not my favorite because they're not that eventful once the ball goes out. I would say... I See, what I like about the home run is, okay, you hear it, and the excitement you get watching it, you're like, all right, it's oh going, it's going, it's going, it's going, it's yeah. going, and it goes. And you're like, yeah. And then the euphoria. Yes, I love it. I saw it. Yeah. Awesome. But it's so short. But then, but then when you're like, all right, it's going, it's going, it's going, ah, it's at the fucking warning yeah. track. Yep, and you're like, lift away! Um, yeet, yeet! Fucking yeeting yeet, balls yeet all over. Yeet the ball! <laughs> Look at Derek Dietrich yeeting balls in the middle of nowhere. Um, I would say one of my favorite plays is when a player hits a ball that looks like a single, but he sees oh. the fielder lollygagging and just fucking digs for a fucking double. <laughs> That's why I fucking love Harper, because he does that more than any player in baseball. That motherfucker digs his cleats in, lets that helmet fly, lets that beautiful, lovely golden locks <laughs> flutter in the wind as he fucking yeah. digs into second base, like legs, glutes, everything activated, and he just fucking slides in face first. And gets in the bag and stands up, gives one fucking claps, and goes, fucking let's go. That shit pumps me up more than anything in baseball. Is a hard hustled fucking play or a triple. I love triples. Mm. But I will say the most, the most, the most um, exciting play for me, obviously, is an inside the park home run. Like those are few and far in between. But when they happen, who who did one? Like, who who had it last year? Um, Rodriguez. No. Phillies wise, shit. Uh, Quinn? No, it wasn't. Was it Quinn? Quinn. Quinn actually had one of the greatest performances by a Philly last year, and it was a drag bunt to first, stole second. That's right. Stole third. That's right. That maybe that's what I'm thinking about. And then scored on a nubber. Yeah. The next whoever was up next hit a little nubber right. up the first baseline, that. and he scored on that play. And I said. That's the motherfucker that wants to win, and he Quinn wants to win. If he, yeah, if he stays healthy, that's just the put problem. him out there. Put him out there in center. It makes me so <laughs> it makes me so frustrated that a guy who's got so, so much talent is just and he's fast with man. injuries. He's There's, fast. He's There's no way you're of, stopping him. He's one of the fastest players in all of baseball. I mean, like, let's be honest. Brett Gardner, he's got some fucking jets. <laughs> that motherfucker is. Fast, but Quinny, he's got some fucking legs, though. Like, so who you say fast? So top three fastest players on the on the on the Phillies, not the Eagles. The Phillies will be Quinn. Quinn I'll number would, one. I'll be Quinn number one. Um, uh, Scott Kingery number two. Definitely Scott Harper Jetpacks. probably third. And then maybe wow, that's a great question. Maybe though. like Real Muto, maybe. Whoa. Um, maybe fourth. Maybe third and fourth are those two. But we're just talking starting nine now, right? One and two. We're starting eight, not including pitchers. One no. One and two. One of the. Well, yeah. 
Yeah. You what, know, like... I, one has to be right. Quinn. One two, Quinn. Two, two is Kingery. Jetpacks. For sure, Jetpacks. Three... As far as an everyday player, Scott Kingery is number one, but... Yeah. Um... Because he can play center. If you can play center field, you're you're fast. You got to be fast to play center. Yeah, because you got you got so much more more room to to cover. Yeah. Um, wow. And, and it ends deeper. Number three is difficult. So let's go through. Left field was kind of weird for the Phillies last year because you had Bruce in there. You had um, fucking Nick Williams sometimes fill in. You had fucking. Um, Rodriguez. McCutcheon for a while. McCutcheon's pretty fast when he's healthy, still to this day, yeah. right? Yeah. But I'd still put him in, like, that third, fourth category. I Three think Harper's fourth. faster. Yeah, I think Harper is faster. I, feel, I feel like he's number three. Yeah, I think that fourth, Real Muto or... Real Muto is probably number four because he's quick. Followed very closely by Segura. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I think Segura's still pretty fast, right? Yeah. What's up, guys? What's up? How's it going? Hello. Hanging on the porch. <laughs> Where's the guitar? Where's the guitar? The guitar's right here. Just chilling. Huh? Why do you have microphones? Cause we're doing a podcast. Oh jeez. <laughs> That's okay. Whatever. We're fine. You're all right. <laughs> we're, this is the most informal podcast that gets zero listens, so it's all good. Guys, it was nice meeting you. Thanks. Yeah. Nice to meet you. Um, Oh, it's fine. She's fantastic. Is She's a podcast going on? It's fine. It's okay. Say hi to the, say hi to our, our zero listeners. <laughs> hi. Hi. You're, You're totally famous. <laughs> One day. People. Okay. Bye. See ya. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Um, where were we? This is what I love about our podcast. It's so unpredictable. <laughs> it goes ev- children It goes by. everywhere. Yeah, it does go everywhere. Apparently, I didn't. I didn't save that segment. So the segment is keeping going. So it's a forty-minute segment. Whatever. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I, I'll I'll splice it and I'll, I'll do splice some and editing. dice, baby. I'll do some editing. Good. Um. um so yeah, I would say Harper, probably number three. Then Segura and Real Muto probably tied for number four. Hoskins is decently fast. He's not super fast. I don't think he's... He's not a smart base runner, though. No. I don't think... I, I, he's got a lot to learn. If, if I'm a pitcher and Ho, and Hoskins on first or second, I'm I'm not worried about him stealing. I'm not... You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just yeah. not. And, like, you got to hope that they try to set it up where... When you got some, when you got a guy like even if Hoskins, he is trying to steal, I'm gonna, I'm pretty confident I can get him out. I think you really got to put a lefty behind Hoskins, because that's gonna keep, that's gonna keep him on first. Because if you got a lefty up to the plate and there's no one on second, you want a so guy Sigour, who, who is behind. So, Hoskins what? hits fourth. Yeah. So who Sigour is usually behind him? What was Bruce for a while? Jay Bruce. Which was a good move. So Segura's in a seven hole, or no, eight. Segura was in. Segura was batting second oh, for a while. Oh, that's right. He was batting. And then it was Harper. Was I, the lineup changed so much last year? Like there was no solid yeah, you're one, right. two, three. You know what I mean? Like Harper was that always, lineup on opening day and in, into May. Yeah, the consistency of Harper and Hoskins three, four, and then Real Muto. I think was five actually. Real Muto was five. Oh, that's right. 
But then he was batting second, second for a while. That, yeah. I don't know. Who knows? But whatever. If you got a lefty behind Hoskins, think about it. If you get a lefty up to the plate and no one on second, Cesar, you want Hernandez was. Oh, how the fuck do we forget Cesar? <laughs> I'm sorry, Cesar. I did love him as a player. Yeah, very He's underrated. So underrated. Um, but if you have if you have a lefty up and after Hoskins, I think it helps because if he gets on very if if he gets on first, you open up that hole on the right side of the field for a left-handed batter. And you know he's not going to steal. Um, but he still has a little bit of a threat. Like, there's still, like, the thought in the back of your mind as a pitcher, like, well, close game. Maybe. Maybe they'll take the chance. I'm stretching his fucking cigar. <laughs> so there, there could be that chance where he would steal. So there is that possibility, like, having him in the four-hole Followed by a lefty, so that if he gets on the first... Well, the reason why well, he's clean, he's reason because he can get hit, he can get runs in RBIs. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying if there's no one on in front of him, right? Right. And he gets on first, that opens up a hole for that next batter. That's why you really want your number two hole hitter to be a lefty. That one, well, yeah. You should. You number definitely two. should aim to have number two as a lefty. No doubt. Yeah. Because you get your leadoff batter on first with a threat to steal. First baseman is going to have to cover first. Because nine times out of ten, Harper's probably going to be walked. Yeah. So then, and even if he does, even if even if Harper does get a hit, there's a possibility point. he's on second. My point is, you put Harper on, you put Harper in the two hole. He gets more bats in a game in the two hole than he does in the three hole. Mm-hmm. He's still going to get a decent amount of RBIs. But you put a good leadoff hitter who gets on base like McCutcheon. He gets singles and he gets walks. Let's, do you want some? But do you want someone? So say Harper's forever in the three hole, forever. Say in the three hole, right? Okay. Which, he, which he's been, right? Yeah. And then you have a guy in the second hole prone to wanting to steal the base. That's good. Is it? Yes. But do you do you take that RBI away from Harper? No, 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 no. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. If you can get a guy who can be a threat to steal, doesn't always steal, but he's a threat. Like, you know he can. When he does, he will. So if you get a guy like that on first base. So like real Muto. Right. So, well, maybe. Or, or even Quinn or oh, Kingery. McCutcheon or Segura. Oh, or okay. Kingery. Yeah. Put Kingery in two-hole. All right? So what that does is the first baseman now has to cover first because he's got to keep that runner from stretching off too much from first base. You've got that big hole open up on the right side of yeah. the field for okay. a lefty to pull the ball. Yeah. So now the lefty's got more room to hit. Mm-hmm. So you want to design a lineup to sense. have that guy to get on base, give him a chance to steal as a threat, and then you have the opportunity for a left-hander to have that big hole in the right side of the field. Because now, you know, you got to drag the first baseman over. Yeah. So, like, it makes it more difficult for a team to cover the line when you've got... Well, not to cover the line, but to cover the middle of that side of the field. So, like, it's always good to have a guy to get on base, like McCutcheon or... Well, Kingery's okay at getting on base. He's not great. Sanko. Why do we keep forgetting him? Well... <laughs> in terms of speed, Franco was Franco was the t- below. No. He was he was pretty yeah. far down the, the food chain yeah, in terms yeah, of yeah, yeah. fucking speed. But he was a great a hole hitter, best a hole hitter in the game, no doubt. Because that dude had no pressure on him. He had no pressure. He could do whatever the fuck he wanted in that a hole, and it wouldn't matter. And it was better for him. That was a lot better for him. Yeah, because there was no pressure. Yeah, didn't fucking matter. Yep. But I gotta tell you what, that man. Is working out. Is he? He is. I think. I think it, him getting traded or you know going to the blue or um 
going to the Royals yeah. kind of sparked something. because Woke him up a little bit? Yeah. Because, well, good. I hope so. You know, I'm, I, I follow him on Instagram, and he's always doing drills. He's always working out. He's always doing... I'm like, damn, he's he's ready. What if he finally amounts to being like a fucking all-star third baseman? <laughs> That'd and be like, awesome. Like, great. Good for him. I'd be super happy for him, but I'd be like, why the fuck couldn't you have done that here? But then that speaks to, maybe that speaks to our coaching staff. I was just about to say that. Maybe it was, I was just about to say it that. Took it too took easy it right on. out. Yeah. And they were just like, oh, yeah, man, don't worry about it. Do what you can. You're a good man. You'll, you'll make it happen. Yeah. I don't fucking know. Some some of that shit just gets under my skin. I'm like, you gotta push these fucking guys. Like, yeah, they're professionals, but let's be honest. They're gonna slack off if you're not putting the fucking heat under their ass. Always. Yeah. But yeah, I would say my favorite baseball play is either a dude who hits a ball and looks proud. like... You got back on track on your own. Isn't that crazy? It's awesome. <laughs> Good it, job. It looks like a single, but that motherfucker digs it out for a fucking double. Like, I, I love... Oh. I love... Uh, I like a ball hit down down the third baseline, and that third baseman just destroys it the first and gets the guy out. Oh, so you like... Alright, so, well, so, so like Franco's plays. Let's talk about offensive versus defensive. So that's my favorite offensive play. My favorite defensive play is that. Is a ball that's hit to the third baseman, and he fields it in foul territory behind mm-hmm. the bag and oh. makes the throw to first. That's so exciting. I think that's... I mean, the double play... Double play is great, no matter what. Great. Or like... Or like... Let's, or like... Oh, you know, no, getting no. someone out at second, like try, someone trying to steal, and you, and you, and you, you catch them. Yeah. Or, or when awesome. a ball is hit to the deep deep part of the outfield, it's late in the game, and the guy's under it, he catches it, the guy from third tags, and he throws him out at home. Mm. Oh, yeah. That's exciting. Because you're like, oh, we got him! <laughs> like, yeah. it's like, it just builds and builds, like... And the tension builds forever because the tension, the second the ball's hit off the bat, the tension starts to build. And, like, you don't know where to look. Right. You're like, and you're like watching the batter, watching the ball, watching the batter, watch, watching yeah, the ball. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then the tension's still building. The guy catches the ball. And the second he catches the ball, the tension spikes because the guy takes off from third. And then that ball is thrown. And then once the ball's in the air, you're holding your breath. Mm-hmm. There's so much that goes on there. I love that play. Or, like, <laughs> or like yeah, like or any play... That gets thrown from, you know, you got a guy maybe on second or yeah. third, or like se- second. Let's just say he's and he's got speed on second. Yeah, and he's gonna tag the ball gets, and it's you know the ball gets to right field, center wherever. Yeah, from the outfield, and he just a rocket to home plate because you know the guy's coming in. Oh yeah, like when a ball's hit like a base hit. Yeah, and he's he's rounding third, and he's got to make the throw home. Oh, yeah, dude. Just the, that's that's power that I wish I had. Cause it's like, <laughs> cause it's a struggle on both ends, right? Like it's a struggle of speed for the guy who's got to go from second to home, and it's a struggle for the arm of the guy who's got to throw accurately and strong to get the guy out. So it's like such a battle. It's a one-on-one battle at that point. Yeah. Cause the guy's got to throw you out, and you're battling his arm. That's just so beautiful about the game of baseball. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it can go from a team sport. To one v one, and the one v one aspect of that throw to the plate to try to get the guy who's stealing, and then the one v one switches from the guy, the outfielder, to the catcher and the and the guy who's running home to make the tag. 
God, it's so good. <laughs> Ugh, I'm getting fired up. I'm so pissed there's no fucking baseball. Yeah. Fuck this goddamn coronavirus. Well, let's talk about the... Uh, there is baseball being played, though. Oh, yeah. In Korea, right? South Korea. The, uh, the KOB, which stands for the Korean Baseball Organization. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, what's interesting about that is... I, I don't exactly know how many teams there are. Yeah. There's might be... And I'm just guessing and just... There might be ten mm-hmm. teams, maybe, possibly. Right. But each team isn't... They're not... They, they, they're so they're all in South Korea, but they're not city teams, city owned. Like you know what I mean? They're clubs. There's not like the Philadelphia uh, Phillies. They're not like Milwaukee Brewers. They're not. You know what I mean? But it's still a club sport. It's a club sport, but these each club is owned by an or, by an organization. Right. So Samsung owns a team. Yeah. So they're the Samsung Sabers, <laughs> Samsung Samsung Tigers Slippers. or something like that, and. LG has a team, you know what I mean, That's and there's all, they're all big organization like owned big tech giant teams. Yeah, I, th- I thought that was pretty cool. That's pretty neat. Weird man. I've and never... like each team is like, like maybe at most an hour away. Yeah, which well, South Korea is not that. <laughs> it's not that, <laughs> not that big. No, it's not that big. Yeah. So, I, so yeah, I thought I would love to watch I, some when of that, when I watch. So they're on uh, during in middle of the night. Mm-hmm. And like really early in the morning, like it's a twelve-hour difference, like five a.m. That's uh, I, you know what I mean. Yeah, there, those are like late games because five p.m. there. Yeah, it's almost twelve hours difference. So like one o'clock in the morning is you know midday one uh, one o'clock in yeah, the a- afternoon. Yeah. So I, I I was able to watch a little bit of the one game. I guess their opening day last Monday or Tuesday, whenever it was. That's what they just started. They just started, yeah. Good for them, though. Good for them getting it going. Yep. We just got to get it going over here, man. We really just got to suck it up and do it. Just stop this nonsense. Well, they're talking... July now, aren't they? July 1st. Yeah. Opening day. But yeah. then, before that, a two-week spring spring training. Well, that's good. The players got to stay... They, they got to... Hopefully, they're staying warm, and hopefully, they, well, they're going to have to from, warm up. From what I'm seeing on, on Instagram... Like, I follow a ton of baseball players. Yeah. Not just Phillies, but... Yeah. You know, ball players that I enjoy and that I like throughout the, the league, and they're all they're all working out. They're yeah. all they're they're doing drills. So yeah. they're all doing what they can. Right. Like like um. So a lot of a lot of the the players are have stayed. Yeah, in their spring training in at in Florida or Arizona. Yeah, they were told to because they can still use. They're still allowed to go to the clubhouse and use the gyms and yeah. and batting and all this. And guys are just they're on Instagram or wherever. Yeah, posting that you know they're still working out. They're still doing things. They're, they're still treating trying. It, they're treating it like the the off season right yeah. now. Like they're still trying. They got to stay in shape. Yeah. But I just I feel bad for I feel bad for the pitchers um and all the all the players who were we were getting to the point where it was ramping up to start like yeah. full squad baseball and it was going to be like full speed ahead. So there's a difference between and early early spring training baseball and late spring training talking baseball. Talk about the guys who are fighting for a, a spot on the team. 
Well, that's what's going to be interesting because like, like picture-wise, right, at least, I mean, that's probably the most important. Because what they're saying right now is that they're going to have expanded rosters, so that's actually really good news for like younger guys who maybe would never even make the mm -hmm. team are going to be on the team now. But it also have a chance. Yeah, which is really cool. And on the flip side of things, it helps those players that might not have been able to start in April. Right. Like McCutcheon. Right. was not going to be able to start. Exactly, the guys who were So injured. now he's pre he's he's pretty sure that he's going to be able to be in that first game whenever it is, which is really going to help our team. Same thing when it goes for like the Yankees like with with Oh um, yeah, they they were plagued by injury. Yeah, Judge Crazy and Stanton injury. both hurt, which is ridiculous. Seems like Stanton's been hurt every year for ever since he got years. off the Marlins it seems yeah, like. Yeah, ever since he left the Marlins, he's been hurt every year with the Yankees. Mhm. Mm which sucks. When he, was, when he was with the, the Marlins, he was he was my favorite. I, I oh, love Stan. Stud. I still yeah. love him. He I, I love Judge though. Oh my god, Aaron Judge is so fucking. Who's your good. favorite player on another team? Wow. Um I never well, I can't say Trout. Other than Trout. No. Because Trout's because Trout's, Trout's a team by himself. Trout we're from Jersey. He's from not too and, far and away from And I still believe we will get Trout, but when... Later on down the road. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. I, I, I think... The Angels... I, I think because one, I think once... He's going to want to come home. He's going to want to. You think? And Yeah. But they're trying to build to win a championship, so maybe after they win a championship. That's what I mean. Well, third... Four, whatever was it 12 years 11 no, years something like that was the first, for like 14, 14 years wasn't it it was like absurd but, yeah but but it's con i can't remember if his contract's backloaded or not why the hell is it saying what the fuck why is the numbers red Promise. I need some whiskey to warm up. I need some whiskey to warm up. It's too damn cold out here. <laughs> For a fucking night in May. I need new whiskey to warm me up. Warm me up with that whiskey. <laughs> with some of that monkey soda. You know I'm feeling all this older. Oh, is this one? No. Just a... What is that? Oh. Alright, so since we were forced to finish that segment, <laughs> and I made a mistake with the last two segments. Oh, well. But, anyhow. So we're going to we're gonna finish the segment by talking about... So we're about, talking about Trout. We were talking about Trout. We were going to say... But, but it, my, well, actually, yeah, my, the question was, who's your favorite player not on the Phillies? Ooh. Um... But and I and I said I was saying how I feel like he would want to come home at the end of yeah, his career. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yep. But and, see, see another. So like, I like, oh, how come? How come he didn't want to be? The, well, it's not like he didn't want to be with the Phillies. He but, just got. But the thing is, this is this match. is my thing. And and, and I and I thought a lot about this. That like, if I was, if I was someone from this area, and I became and I was in, no matter. No matter what, for, if I was a professional 
athlete or whatever for whatever sport. I don't think I would really want to be an athlete for that team because first off, they know where you're from and there's going to be big expectations for you to be there. You know, okay, oh, oh he, he's he's home he's a homebody. He's he's from this area. It's a lot of pressure. There's a lot of pressure. You look at so, some of the guys in the Phillies who were home homegrown. So, so you think about it. Same thing. A lot of pressure. You know, you think about like I don't know that. Yeah, that's a lot of pressure. Like, so if you, so he's playing for the Angels. That's, that's that's on the other side of the country. Yeah, and plus you LA. I mean? Let's be honest, they're a little bit more laid back, when I, especially <laughs> like LA Angels. I mean, they're they're building the team to win a championship. That's for sure. They got Rendon. I mean, imagine that freaking lineup. Yeah, Jesus, You're gonna have Rendon and fucking Trout in that lineup. I love Rendon. Anthony Rendon is one of my favorite hitters. I'm not going to say he's not my favorite player that's outside the Phillies, we'll, but he is we'll, definitely. We'll just do overall play. We'll just do overall play. We're not going to do it. It could be pitches. It could be anybody. I really, I'm really starting to like Trevor Bauer more and more. Yeah, because I love his YouTube channel momentum, and I love his personal YouTube channel Trevor Bauer, and watching his videos and his blogs, and he's what he's doing, what he single-handedly is doing for the sport of baseball is changing the way that people ingest the sport. Like, he is bringing a new media to the sport of baseball. And he's he's bringing everything to light that all the fans are concerned about. Like, why isn't there a presence on social media for more baseball content? Why is it so difficult to get baseball content out there? Like, it's... Thank God for like Wesley APX. Thank God if it's for America's pastime. MCT, you know what I mean. Made the cut. That's another great YouTube channel for baseball highlights. But like outside of that, man, there's not a lot of baseball content. But I feel like because Trevor Bauer, ever since Trevor put out those videos like last year, MLB has been releasing way more baseball content on yeah. it. Like if you look at their YouTube presence over the past like year and a half, it went from like nothing to a lot of content. So. So like um, yeah, but you know, like others like especially NFL um, and basketball. So, basketball so, got the biggest presence on social media. So basketball, NASCAR. Yeah. So like, those leagues will actually share what I've seen on social media. Will actually they their official accounts MLB or I mean um, NFL, NBA, NASCAR, uh, even golf. I've seen. Yeah. Those their official, you know, social media accounts will actually share their athlete stuff. Yeah, if it's funny, if it's mm-hmm. if they're doing something, if right. you know, if they. But I don't really see that with Major League Baseball because Manfred is archaic. Yeah, his he's just such an archaic mentality, and the fact that like Trevor Bauer, a baseball player, is calling out the commissioner of baseball to like reform the way that we broadcast mm-hmm. the sport. I think it's is going to do so many wonders. I think it's going to grow the game again. It's going to make baseball fun to watch again, and it's gonna it's gonna put pressure on the league now because yeah. before the players, before the players couldn't say anything because mm-hmm. of the, their contracts, but Trevor's like, fuck this, I so, don't give a shit. So, so, what what I see? So I'm a huge racing fan, NASCAR, mm-hmm. um, and. Through, well, throughout. So what I'm what I'm about to say. So throughout, there, there's been there's been um, 
absence of fans attending events. Mm-hmm. So why not, why not put out this content of these athletes or these, you know, these guys who actually make your sport what it is? Mm-hmm. Put it out to the fans that may not see it. Right. You know what I mean? So make so it as, more as, relatable and personable. Yep. So as far like yeah, I I think. I think as far as stick and ball sports, there's there's a, a, you know people they they go after the team, mm-hmm. you know they they follow the team. They don't really follow, they don't really follow the athlete as much. Right. As, as far as as far as NASCAR, yeah. Like there are there are guys that are that are that are fans of this one driver, yeah. and that's it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And they can care less. At, about anything else, mm-hmm. so they're gonna they're gonna follow and they're gonna go to those races just to see that that driver right do what he does best. So as an, as a sports organization, show them as show, show your most popular. I mean, okay, Trout is amazing. They're they're gonna show that, but like show other players, sh- you know. That are doing things that mm-hmm. are that are making funny videos, however cringy or whatever it may be. Like get behind your players. Yeah. Like get behind the people, and I I feel like NASCAR does it amazingly. <laughs> yeah. And you know what I mean. Well, that's what I feel like. What's starting to happen in baseball is like you've got guys like Timmy Robinson. It, it puts it doing that. I feel is going to put butts in seats. Yeah. Okay, I want to see this guy. I want to see this guy do what he does. Yeah. That's why I like. That's like what I like. What uh, Tim Robinson's doing now. He's got his own YouTube channel, a short stuff for the Chicago White Sox. He's See, doing if I, his if own I was, thing. If I was Major League Baseball, I would get behind those guys. You've got you've got Harper now. I would Again, like, I, I would really like, think. Please, please put out content. I think please. all this came from Trevor Bauer speaking up about this shit because now you got players like Bryce Harper, who is doing live streams of him playing Fortnite. Or he's doing live streams yeah. with Barstool Sports and doing interviews and talking yeah. in depth about his offseason and his trades and the talks that he's had with different teams. Like, there's so much more transparency in the sport now than there ever was before. Yeah. And I think a lot of it came from guys like Matt Antonelli and Trevor Bauer and ex athletes and current athletes in baseball who oh, have yeah. stood up and said, fuck, the, fuck this original archaic mindset of. Baseball is going to remain segmented outside of the regular population of sports, and we only want the most devoted fans. I got news for you. The most devoted fans are dying off, and you're losing those fans. You need to gain new fans, and you need to do it the way that we do it today, and that's through social media presence. Mm -hmm. And the other problem that I have with baseball, and that's why I'm glad Trevor's talking about it, is TV contracts. Every team's under a TV contract. And if you want to get the MLB.com app, guess what? Your favorite team, and you live in that area... Their games are blacked out. Yeah. So you can't even fucking watch your own team's games, even though you're paying like 12 bucks a month mm-hmm. for whatever it is for MLB TV, which I have, which is nice because I can watch the games in their archive, but I can't watch them when they're live. Yeah. And then if you get the NBC Sports app, which is, you know, the um, for Comcast and NBC, like for the Phillies, I want to get the NBC Sports app. The only way that I can watch the games is if I have an Xfinity login. So I have to have Xfinity. <laughs> oh, of course. And not just Wi-Fi. I have to have yeah. Xfinity. That's cable. because NBC owns or, Com- or and that's my Comcast point. owns NBC. And that's my point is like all these TV contracts are holding up the sport. 
let it go. You, they will, they will not. Like at first, I get it. Short term, they may lose a little bit of funding, but for the love of God, long term, imagine releasing that content to the rest of the public. Like not having to buy these TV packages to watch all these other sports. Like, like think about it with basketball and football. So many people with like fantasy teams. And shit like that. They know like every fucking player on every fucking team. But go ahead, name like name one player from every team on baseball. Just one player. You can't. It's hard. You can't. Exactly. And that's my point. And you could, but you could do that with, with um, basketball, basketball, football, hockey, even yeah. even hockey. Yeah, even you, hockey. You know what I mean? It's so. My point is, is like, open the door and let it go. Let the people watch. And when yeah. they watch and you make the game fun again and, like, allowing the players to post, like you said, like, silly videos of them. Like, what's his name? Who did the, but, but, like, I mean, the Nerf they, gun? And, they like, shot they the Nerf post gun it, in his front yard but and Major League it. Baseball isn't sharing it or isn't getting it out point, there. They're not doing it. Like, those are your athletes that are making your sport great. Yeah, and they're making it more accessible by being closer to the fans. I mean, that kid Fuzzy on YouTube who does a lot of baseball videos... He's now interviewing, like, Major League Baseball players. Like, Trevor Bauer saw that Fuzzy was, like, his presence on social media. And, like, Trevor's, like, a fucking genius. He was like, you know what? I'm going to schedule an interview with this kid Fuzzy. (laughs) And he scheduled an interview with him. And they did this interview. And, like, it was so amazing because this is just a normal fan. Yeah. Right? And he's talking to Trevor Bauer, who's a Major League Baseball player. When the fuck has that ever happened? (laughs) Yeah. This is, like, so different what's happening right now. And Mm -hmm. I think... There's a new wave that's coming that maybe will take another year or two. But I think eventually, like, people are going to wake the fuck up and see, like, this is the future of baseball. This is the accessibility that we're going to give our fans. And it's going to make the sport so much more appealing. Yeah. We're going to make the sport cool again. Get rid of this stupid fucking colored shoe policy. Or your shoes can't have more than two colors on them. Who gives a fuck? Look, let the players wear flashy shit. (laughs) Make baseball fucking cool. Bring back. What are the players only allowed to are only allowed to wear? Uh, jewelry. Yeah. Oh. Oh. I'm sorry. <laughs> are they only allowed to wear jewelry? And your tattoos are distracting. You have to cover your tattoos. Give me a fucking. Let the people see the players' tattoos and be like, oh shit, that dude's got some sick fucking tats. Like Mike Clevenger. This dude is tatted the fuck up, like from head to toe. Vince Velasquez. He's got a whole sleeve. Vinny, Vinny Velo, dude. He's fucking tatted up too. We have to. Well, you have to cover them up because they're just. Give me a fucking break. They're not fucking distracting. That's such a. It's an archaic way of thinking in baseball. They need to get rid of that shit now and bring in new blood who will change the fucking game. Yeah. Who gives a shit? Like, even Trevor Bauer was making this point. I was like, this dude knows his fucking shit and knows what fans want. Who gives a fuck if the game is under three hours? Like, that's what they want. They want the game to be two hours and 59 minutes. Great. They did their job. That does (laughs) nothing for the sport. Nothing. Yeah. The game's still going to be as boring for the normal person as it is if the game is three hours and 59 minutes. It doesn't change the fact that people don't get it and they can't relate to and it. And so, so say you're just, you know, uh, you know not, not, you're not really a baseball fan. You're right. not, you know what I mean? If you put those players out there mm-hmm. of what they're doing, yep. even if it's a charitable thing, yeah. which... That's another pet peeve. I, I can't stand when athletes do that. But even if it's something like that, mm-hmm. people are going to be like, wow, that, that guy's doing good. Yeah. 
all right, maybe I'll see what this is about. Yeah. I'll, I'll buy a ticket to the game. Right. And I'll go watch what he does and support this guy. We're like, support abs- Support this team. If, well, okay, cool. The team is giving the homeless hoagies yeah. for a day. That's cool. Or let him He's do- feeding them. You know what I mean? Let, let's, uh, let's go support them. Let him do more on the field, too. Let yeah. him have more fun on the field. More access. Like, al- allow them to do, like, allow them to do more, like, bat flips. Allow them to do, like, a little dance when they get the home plate. Like, like I know it and sounds, so, I know it sounds so it goes and silly, but people will enjoy that shit. Yeah, and so going back to to NASCAR, you can go up to the driver, right? You, I mean, you can go up just like we're sitting right here, yeah. And you can have a conversation. You can get a picture. They're so accessible. Yeah, the the players are not accessible. Yeah, not in baseball. You know what I mean? I, which I I never understood that. Never. And when they well, come not, to sign not autographs, ba- it's like holy not shit. Only, but all stick and ball sports. Yeah. Make your players accessible. Yeah. To the best you can. Yeah. Don't just, I mean you know, don't just put them out like for for example, if you go to a NASCAR event, you get there early, and typically, outside of the racetrack, there's, so each team and, and drivers might be sponsored by a certain sponsor. Um, for example, say McDonald. I don't know. Say, whatever. That there's usually some sort of booth outside mm-hmm. that they'll go and they'll they'll do an, uh, question and answers. Mm-hmm. Like like for example, Chevrolet has a, a big old display. Mm-hmm. So that every race they'll have a handful, not just one, a handful of Chevy drivers. Yeah. And they'll sit in the back of a pickup truck. Right. And they'll. At, They'll have a bunch of fans, yeah. And the, they'll have a guy with a mic, and they'll ask their this driver questions. Yeah. Oh, you know, what was your favorite this, that, and the other third? And then at the end, nine times out of ten, if that driver doesn't have any other, you know, um, things that they need to do for other sponsors that morning, mm-hmm. they'll they'll sit there and sign autographs. They'll take pictures. Mm-hmm. They'll, it's it, it's what I'm saying. It's accessible. You don't see that. Before a baseball game, you don't see, and there's just as much as you know focus that you need to drive a race car than there is playing any other sport. Fuck yeah, dude! Hell yeah! In fact, Sunday mornings before the race is probably the most busiest that driver is going to be all 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 day. Yeah, all the press conferences and, then, and fucking tours and all that shit. And so, so athletes are naturally going to just... So it's not going to bother them. Athletes are just naturally... When it's time to go, they turn that switch on, no matter yeah. what you do. Yep. So it's not going to... It's not going to delete their focus... Right. ...about what they're about to do yeah. two hours from now. Yep. You know what I mean? And, like, that's what I've noticed with a lot of younger so, players. Like, I feel like a lot of younger players, and even in every sport, like, even in golf, like, when I when I started to get into the sport more and started to to do like a few competitive tournaments and started to talk to some of the young guys who were like up and coming who probably some of the kids that I played with are probably going to be on some sort of professional tour because they blew me out of the water but a lot of them are like super nice super nice oh yeah yeah absolutely like the old timers in golf they're the good old boys if you're not in their club they they don't want to have anything to do with you and you may think they're nice. Like, for example, this may crush people's dreams, but Freddie Couples is a fucking douchebag. <laughs> he may seem like a cool dude in real yeah. life. Like, hey, man, I'm just hanging out. But if you're not part of the yeah. good old boys, he wants nothing to do with you. Mm-hmm. And, like, people who I've known who have 
played on the tour, who have talked about it, and who have played with Freddie Couples, yeah. know that he's a fucking douchebag. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're a young I, you guy trying to, I, to make it. Like, lighten the fuck up, dude. Yeah. Someone, someone's better than you. So People come to see yourself. you. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you know who, you, you've heard of Richard Petty? Yeah. So he's like, he's like the Babe Ruth of, of NASCAR racing. Right. Okay? He... This, and this is straight from him. He said this. He goes, and and he from the time he started back in I don't know fifties or whatever. He's old old fuck now, but he still comes to the racetrack every weekend. Yeah. Right. And he still goes, and he and he'll sign every single autograph. He'll he'll take yeah. his time, and and people he's he's been asked why why does he do it and he's done it all of his career. Yeah. He goes because they came to see me. Yeah, and I want I want to give them something to remember. That's they great. came to see me do what I do. Love it, and and I will I will always for as long as I can come to the race. Like I'll be there, and if and if a fan, no matter how young, no matter how old, I'm gonna I'm gonna sign. I'm gonna take a picture with them. Yeah, because they came to see me, <laughs> and that's the only that's the only thing I can think of to to give back. Mm-hmm. You know, you so so if if I was an athlete, hell yeah, I'd be out there signing all. Hell yeah, I'd be taking pictures. I would want to go out before the game and and talk to the people in line. Yeah, it's the but whole like, it's the whole like they're not worthy kind of thing, which is so fucking dumb. It's like no, which dude, which I, I know I know maybe some paying, of them are. They're paying their hard earned cash and they're taking time out of their day to go to see you play. Like that's another thing I love about Trevor Bauer. He did a whole video where he went to a baseball game and sat in the stands. <laughs> and he said, let's see what it's like as a normal fan. And he was. He didn't get any VIP treatment. No special treatment. Yeah. Like, he went there. He parked really far away. He walked the whole way into the stadium. Um, well, he took, like, a funny bicycle ride in <laughs> one of those, like, bicycle taxis. Yeah. But then he, like, had to buy tickets at the window. He bought, like... Cotton candy, churros, Coca-Cola, <laughs> yeah. hot dogs. Yeah, see, there needs to be and more he, people and like he that. he added up all the costs for, like, just two people. And oh, he yeah. was like, he was like, wow, I really appreciate the fans that come out every day and come to these games. Because he's like, basically, I make a fuckload of money, and I'm already blown away at how much money I've already spent so quickly. Yeah. But, like, he's like, I can't even imagine having these people to come to these games, how much money they spend versus how much they make. And, like, that's the shit that makes me so happy to see because hopefully he's beginning to tear down that barrier of the game and make it and like make it more fan-based, which is what it should be. Mm-hmm. Still make it player-based, obviously, but well, it's become way too player-based. But, like, see, so even if you start and be like, okay, the MLB, say, say take, say, before, maybe not even doing every game. Maybe do it certain games so people know. Certain days of the week or whatever. Have Emma, have someone from the Major League Baseball have a little stand or something outside mm-hmm. of the ballpark. Get one of their players. Bring them out. If, if you want to hand out tickets, even just because, for example, I'm going back to NASCAR again because they have the, <clears throat> I think, amazing PR mm-hmm. in in. in in express, you know, showing the drivers and who. So like, there's so when you go, that's that's why I wish this whole thing was because Dover was last weekend and I I wanted to take you to see how yeah. to show you how it was. 
because I think the only way to get it is for you to to go there and witness it. Of course, it's such fan based. So there's these trailers that have all their mar- merchandise. Every so throughout the weekend, they'll hand out tickets for an autograph session. Yeah, they're free. They just hand them out. Yeah, you go up to you know, are, is this, are they going to be here? And they usually have a sign. Yeah. So on Sunday morning they'll be there ten whatever, and there's certain there's lo- there are a lot of a certain amount of tickets. Mm-hmm. So you get these tickets, you go up, you get signed, you get picture, whatever, free, doesn't cost you anything. Right. And you go about your day. Sure. And the driver goes about their day, does whatever. So why can't why can't other sports do that? Why can't like. I feel like I feel like baseball. Like I, I think like baseball can year, absolutely do it. But though this year they have started to do that more. Like a couple of the games that I went to, they had some of the current players come up like a couple hours before the game and like sit in the booth and sign autographs. And then they had the one day when you and I went when all the old timers were there. Yeah, and they were scattered throughout the stadium. Like they're starting to do that more. Like they're but realizing like, like, but like have have current. Have current players, like a player that's actually going to be going out there that's an hour they, from now, have done two that. hours from yeah. now, ha- have it MLB, yeah. have a little booth out there, and even if it's just asking questions, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. You're like, listen, it's not an autograph thing, just, you know what I mean? We're, it's just a, a Q&A. That would be cool. Okay, I know they do. Bryce Harper is going to be here, you can ask him some questions, and we'll have a, ro- we'll have a roving mic, yeah. you know, an hour, two hours before... Yeah. Or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because then if you have it scheduled, mm-hmm. the player can do whatever he needs to do to get ready. Right. He can cut that off, and he can have that obligation. Right. Yeah, I agree. I and, think that would be and great. I, I think... I, I mean, think, again, like... They, I think with a fan's obligation should be your number one obligation. Yeah. Obviously before, you know, but like... Your setup and everything that whatever you do to get into character, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, and but, again, like I think I think baseball is definitely making some headway where they are starting to do that more. Like they're realizing that they need to create that accessibility. But again, they still need to work on their social media presence. But this absolutely. year was the first year I think ever for me as a Phillies fan to actually see that start to happen, where they had current players come up. You know, into the stands. Now, um, I, now each team has like their like. Remember, remember, my like their carnival, and you can go out, but you have to buy tickets for these. Yeah, players but like, get, remember when a couple of the Phillies players did that a couple of times last year, where they like went into the stands like during the game, like players who weren't playing that day, like McCutcheon did it, where he sat with a couple fans. Like they're definitely starting to do that kind of stuff more, and I'm like, this is good shit for the game. Like, absolutely, I love seeing that, and like. Like I go back to Tim Anderson, like he's shaking hands with the fans before the game, like cracking jokes with them, like interact, just that small interaction. Like the one day when I went, Brian, to, me, uh, remember we were talking to Brian McCann? Yeah, we were talking yeah. to Brian McCann before opening day. He's yeah. a chill dude, and it made me love the, love the sport even more. And like when I went to see them, uh, see the Phillies play the White Sox, and the one guy, I don't even know what his name was. Because he was warming up, and I've never seen him before, and he was running the track, the warning track, and I started talking to him, and like he and I had this conversation for twenty minutes as he was warming up, and I'm like, "This is fucking great, man. This is baseball so different now." What Austin Dean? Austin Dean. Our interaction with Austin Dean. Our interaction with Austin Dean. 
And now we're like the biggest fans of Austin Dean. And he's like the coolest motherfucker ever. Gave us his gloves afterwards. Yeah. That like, was really That cool. whole interaction was amazing. Yeah. That yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? I That's what the sport needs. That's what they need. They need they need to get off their ass and the players need to get their head out of their ass. Well, not all of them, but there's a decent amount of them need and, to get their and fucking heads out. You know out what of their another ass. thing that that I've seen last year was like Aaron Judge interacting with like young fans having yeah. a catch. Yeah, having a catch Joey with Votto. fans. Joe Joe Votto is great with fan interactions. Oh my god. Miguel Cabrera. Cabrera, yeah. Like those types of guys are so good for the sport and they need them. They need them. And now that you're seeing bigger name players like Bryce Harper doing that shit more, like when he gave me that heart last year, <laughs> yeah. I'm never going to forget that. But <laughs> That that is one of the things that it's funny how that but just that sits see with that's me something and it stays with me forever, yeah. and that's what we need. And so, if you like that player, guess what? You're gonna want to go see him. Sure, you're gonna you know go to the games now. If he's a dickhead, you know what I mean? Yeah, you're not. You're like, fuck that guy. Yeah, but like, yep. I'm not saying that that the players have to put on a face or anything. I'm not saying that. I'm just like, no. But we need players who but, are real. Yeah, that's my point. Like players who get they they know their roots, they know where they came from, and they're gonna fuck. They're still gonna play the game hard. They're still gonna try to win, but they're still gonna be like acknowledging the fans when they can. Now they're not gonna be able to acknowledge them all the fucking time. I get that. Yeah. But like even that just little bit of acknowledgement, like giving a heart to the fans who are screaming your name. Yeah. Like just that kind of thing. It's just neat. Anyway. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I'm getting cold. It's really fucking oh, cold. Speaking out. of cold, it's like shivers. Like when you have to pee real bad. Yeah. Whenever I have to pee real bad, and I, it's, there's nothing more satisfying. Like first of all, I gotta pee like really bad. Oh, yeah. What's about a cold? What's it with with cold and and pee? You know. So it's like the second you get done peeing when you've been holding it in for hours. Oh, first off, that's just a moment of glee. It is. It's like an orgasm. It's, like, it's, it's literally, <sighs> I think it's a miniature orgasm that and, your body and you has. Like, and and you release, and it like feels good. You yeah, know? And you, exactly. I think it's orgasmic. Like, your body releases or these like gasmic, pheromones in your brain, and like it makes you shiver. Like, you go, <laughs> like you just have this, like, fucking, it's not like a, it's like a, like, your whole body, yeah. like, a little, like, like, a like little up your spine, kind like, of, yeah, like, <laughs> like, you're dancing, yeah, and you can't help it when you're in public, and you do that shit, and you just, like, yeah. your whole body jerks, you can't fucking control it, just like the fart, while just you're, like fart. <laughs> just like the fart just while the fart. you're, while and you're the, peeing, and then, and then I also get sometimes when I'm, like, I've had to hold it in, my fucking mouth waters, like, I'm like, <laughs> I don't know if you ever heard of the expression "my back teeth are floating," but I always get that when I really have to pee, my mouth starts watering, which is where the saying comes from. Beer my my back teeth are floating. Sip. Oh well, it's probably still cold, fucking freezing. Oh yeah, we're gonna end this podcast because uh, I'm getting pretty cold. <laughs> <laughs> well, good talks. Thanks everyone for listening. Remember, we're on Spotify, Apple, Google. Check us out. Great. Stitcher. Peace. Stitcher's another good podcast. Oh, yeah. Right, you can even right here on Anchor. Right so, here, right here on Anchor. Locally, Anchor is the uh, is the company that we use for yeah. our podcasting. 
So. I appreciate everybody who's Check us out. listening. That's really, really nice of you. We really appreciate your support, and we love you guys. Keep on supporting. If you want to, there's a support button if you want to throw us some. A that would be ridiculous if, if we received <laughs> if it. If you want to do that. That would be insane. It'll help us out. We'd really appreciate that. If you like what we're doing, comment. Yeah. All right. Adios. Thank you. Bye, guys. Goodbye. Goodbye, 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 goodbye. Goodbye, 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 goodbye. Goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. goodbye.